you out of your mind? The U.S. strikes back, killing a member of the Islamic State. Welcome to Planet Rage, the intersection of insanity and madness. Here are your hosts, Larry Blydner and Darren O'Neill. Yes, in the rage. Welcome to episode 105. Yo, 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 yo. 105. Is that a lucky number somewhere? It has to be. Yeah. A lot of FM stations had uh, 105, right? Yeah. For years here in Chicago, the big one was wckg 105.9 yeah like in new york the, or everywhere even in la it was always like the easy listening station was 105 all of the rockers were down in the high 90s well they're killing all of them off now anyway yeah sure a lot of just crap radio now it's hard to find something good yeah i haven't turned it on in ages you're not missing anything i'm sure you're right but it's the holiday season <laughs> all holiday music all the time all the time until you bleed from your ears i think that was what puts people into the holiday depression they can't get away from it although no doubt yes it's all total overkill and we live in a different world though now because who goes out into the malls or in-person shopping anybody anyone out there still doing that yeah i think people still do i mean if any judge when any judgment is when i was driving home from maryland um there was a terrific traffic snarl pretty late not i should say late in the day early in the evening it was probably around six seven o'clock by a fucking outlet mall oh well, backed it's up for a mile <laughs> yeah yeah or they believe it's bargains i remember when they it's opened never up bargains no, no it's never right no like because the buttons don't line up with the holes and you know it's, it's always it's either shit merchandise or it's not discounted at all it's all a scam because you have to know what it costs originally which makes Christmas shopping a lot more fun. That, and the only yeah. real benefit of Amazon, along with the fact that they can sometimes deliver it to you in mere hours, is there are websites out there. The most famous one, there may be others. I use is called camelcamelcamel.com. And you can go into there and put the URL of any Amazon item and it will give you a graph of all of the historical price data on that item. So, you know, is it really on sale? Is it not on sale? Does it go on sale all the time? Hot damn. Now, why do they call it triple camel? Why do you think it'd be, you know, named squirrel or detective or hound dog? I don't know. Have to do with that? I don't know the origin story. Hmm. It's odd, but it's camel, camel, camel dot com. Weird. Hmm. And the Thanksgiving festivities around the chicago area oh boy drum roll please very i mean it's okay 29 injured by gunshots only one killed hey that's an improvement or you're they're getting worse with the aim (laughs) one or the other Hmm. james woods posted a video but it was from if if you can believe the timestamp 
on the security footage of a incident that occurred in October, which was a young 20 something girl, 430 in the morning. And it's like, okay, if you're out walking by yourself at 430 in the morning, weird things may happen, Mm -hmm. but she's pulling a suitcase and gets to the corner. And then all of a sudden a car comes to a halt and four dudes get out with guns and rob her. But the oddity was they didn't take her suitcase, which Hmm. I mean, if you're taking somebody's jewelry, you're taking their phone, you're taking their wallet. Yeah. Unless they figured it was a tracker. I mean, that's the other interesting thing at this point. Are the, uh, are there honey pots out there? Are any police organizations out there like putting somebody out there so they can go get robbed and then you're, you're tracking the people, but I don't think they ever catch them even though. Yeah. And I, I think they're either too busy or too understaffed for that shit anymore. Really? I guess. Like all of this stuff caught on camera. You see the vehicle, although the vehicle is most likely jacked as well. Because if you're out there, if you're out there doing this in your own car, you're not very smart and you should be caught and put behind bars. But the one dude had a, like a sawed off shotgun. And there were a couple of cars that started driving by and then like stopped to be like, well, what's going on here? And they're like pointing it at the cars, motioning, like move along. <laughs> like, <laughs> Welcome to Chicago. They're, di- they're directing traffic while they're committing their felony. Exactly. We don't want anybody watching what we're doing here. Like why? Yeah. Or yeah. aren't you proud of what you're doing? <laughs> Bad parenting skills. That's what I would have wow. to say. Mm. And then uh, I'm in full rage mode. As I uh, hinted, well, not really hinted. Yeah. I gave the preview in the in the tweet. Yeah, the the two last, yeah. The, I mean, of course, it was weird when the last cycle finished. Normally, there's a little light on the front that says, you know, S. I think it's like an S for sanitize. So I always run it on the high mode. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, well, that's weird. There's there's no little light, but it looks like the cycle finished. Everything's clean. Great. And was it hot? It was really hot. It was fine. I mean, everything seemed like it worked well. All right. And of course, going another week or so, it was loaded to the brim with dishes. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, oh, there's no power now on the the unit. Nothing. So I went and checked the breaker. Of course, that would be too easy. Too easy. And this unit, it was it was time. I mean, it was 15 years old. And every now and then. It would fail mid-cycle and flash yeah. that it had a power failure. So I have no idea <laughs> what the power failure was from. I mean, I guess I could take it apart and see if something is loose on the inside. Don't bother. That's kind of what I figured. It's like, you know what? Yeah. After 15 years, probably time for another one. Yeah, doesn't owe you anything after and that amount of time. Then I went and was looking around online and of course i guess if it's if your appliances is going to break black friday and cyber monday are just fine days for it to happen yeah because allegedly everything's on sale and we had purchased i don't even remember what it was now at lowe's like in 2018 and they had a you know a better deal so we got their credit card which has not been used since that purchase in 2018 I couldn't believe the credit card was actually hidden in my wallet. I'm like, where is it? I haven't seen the wow. Lowe's card in a long time. Wow. So I found the card and we put in the dishwasher and I saw it's like, well, 
you know, if you're buying appliances, yeah, if you spend 800 or more, you get $100 off. But I'm like, well, I don't need anything else. So I'm like going through the order and the wife's like, mm, weren't you saying you wanted to get a freezer for the garage? And I'm like, oh, wait, that is an appliance, isn't it? <laughs> How about that? So it's like, okay, went in and chose a like a cheap $250 Chinese freezer, which is more than good enough for what? Uh, was it a high sense? Yes. Why is it bad? <laughs> Why? Okay. How did you know this? And was this good or bad? Oh, I was, I was shopping for a fridge about a year ago and uh, I was looking at those. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, I think it just should do what it's supposed to do. It says it yeah. can operate from zero degrees to a hundred degrees Fahrenheit. Not complicated. No. I mean, it's a very simple system. I'm like, hey, yeah, it's going to be in the garage. So in the winter, hey, in Chicago, it's not going to have to work very hard. It's sometimes it'll be plug like in the winter for most of the time, right? Uh-huh. You could just open it up. It's all you yep. need. Yep. In the summer. Okay. It may work a little bit harder being in the garage, but mm-hmm. I put that in there and it's like, oh, sure enough, where what the, whatever the price was, because on the dishwasher, I'm like, hey, and I know it could probably be a DIY install. No, I know God. that's that's also was my thought on it. It's like okay, there no. Lowe's is charging. I think it was like 150 bucks for the install and the you know the new mm. uh, water line and then whatever yeah. else they need to hook it up. You know, like that seems better because if it then leaks and destroys our floor, I can then sue Lowe's and get yes. <laughs> new floors from them because <laughs> I don't want to have no. to deal with that. You know, and the price only went up by like a hundred bucks for the two hundred and fifty dollar freezer because of the sale and because yeah. of the all of that. And then I wake up this morning, there's a phone call coming in. It's like, ooh, potential spam. This is like eight thirty in the morning. Mm-hmm. And it's the bank, the synchronicity bank, which is the horrible bank that does a lot of I mean, they were the Circuit City Bank back in the day. They do all the private oh. label credit card okay. kind of things. I thought that was the sting in the police bank. It should be. I don't think it's owned by sting, but if it was, it might be a lot cooler. Okay. And the on hold music would be better. Gotcha. But their thing was, you know, even though you had the card number, even though you had the magical three digit code, even though it's a delivery going to the same address, Mm -hmm. we're concerned that this may be fraudulent. Oh yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. And it was very easy to deal with because there was a link in the email that once I clink, clicked on that, they were fine. So if somebody yeah. had access to my email, they would just give them whatever they want. Mm-hmm. And I went back into Lowe's and tried to use that same card. And they're like, you can't do that. You have to call. Oh, good. I know. And I called up and it's like, our wait times are longer than normal. I'm like, I wonder why. <laughs> Shit. I wonder why, because mm. I'm betting I'm not the only person that was like, I'm going to buy something and I haven't bought something in years. Mm-hmm. And I was one surprise. I mean, it wasn't horrible. It was maybe 10 minutes on hold. And yeah. they did give the option multiple times. Like, would you rather we call you back? And I'm like, uh-uh. mm. no, my, my phone system at home's horrible. I'd have to go turn things off because it's all, uh-huh. it's yeah. all set up to be like, if any of the numbers are questionable, It just won't put them through. So it's like, I'm not going to get your call anyway. Right. And then finally got a person, a a woman that was obviously in like Georgia because she was really Southern, Mm -hmm. but took care of the problem immediately. And I was happy that I can actually understand the person that 
was on the phone. See, I'm wondering if maybe it's the major appliance purchase that trips the credit card wire. It could be because, I mean, it was the whole total was about uh, just under a thousand by the time taxes and everything. So donate. Um, donate. Yes. I know. Because about a year ago, I when I was shopping for a fridge, when I was selling my house, um, let's see, I bought, I bought it from Sam's Club and it was like, shit, I'm going to say I probably made the purchase at like one thirty in the morning online, right? And it was, the, the thing was a couple of grand. It was a Samsung and everything went great. And then all of a sudden, maybe 90 seconds after, you know, I, I clicked submit and, and I get the email saying, boom, my phone lit up and it's the, it's Citicorp or the fuck chase. I don't know what my credit card is saying, um, we've detected fraud on your card. I thought that's, this is weird. I mean, cause I think I've made bigger purchases. Purchases than that on that card, and why? Right. Maybe it's the hour of the hour of the night. I, it was very odd, and then I think I had to do what you do. I think I had to call him and say, "Yeah, this is me" or whatever. But it was very odd. Yeah, and it was also later at night because that mm. was about the time. It was about maybe uh, seven thirty or so okay. that we realized the dishwasher was toast, and it was probably about nine thirty by the time we looked at everything online and figured out which one you wanted and where you're going to go through. Yeah, And that was the other thing that I didn't really understand. I'm like, well, we have the Lowe's card, which mm -hmm. they will give you if you don't want their 0% offer, which they'll give you, mm -hmm. they'll offer 5% off. Now, I yeah. guess maybe this wasn't eligible for that because the little, and I'm glad it showed up on their website, what the 5% off was. Because you can you could choose right then and there, like, well, do you want the zero percent for twelve months, or do you want the five percent off? And I'm like, well, I want the five percent off. Hell yeah! And it was showing the discount is like nine dollars and seventy cents or something, and I'm like, that's not five percent of this. Nope. So I just clicked. Then, well, okay, I'll just take your financing. It's a <laughs> much better deal. It's like I don't need to save nine dollars. I'd rather not have to pay this thing for a year. There you go. I'll hold on to your money. I'll make it make more money. I'll invest heavily in Bitcoin and then I'll be rich. Maybe, maybe Sounds not. Like a plan. <laughs> so, so hopefully that will all go uh, without a hitch. It's going to be about, uh, I think, a week or so for the dishwasher in a couple of weeks. I don't know why for the no. for the freezer. Maybe they had a run on the freezers because they were decent deals and hopefully the Hisense worked. Did you buy a Hisense or should I be worried? No, no, I wound up with the Samsung. So um, we'll see no, how that like worked. It. Well, the Samsungs like are supposed to be good. The LGs are, I mean, the. It was the wrong thing. Was, it was, a you know, the French door thing with a freezer on the bottom, which I like. But all of the damn shelves were too close together. So, like, if you want to stick, a, you know, something tall in there, a bottle of wine. I had to go on its side like fuck that there was no way to adjust your way out of it <laughs> it was really stupid i thought why did i buy that? that's what you get when you buy online because oh, if i've been standing in front of that and popped that door i didn't notice that but some it just doesn't track the same way when you're looking at a screen very true because you're like trying to find out and then you're trying to find reviews and there's some that are yeah. just always insane yes mm -hmm. and it's like well we had you know again brand loyalty not as much loyalty but i'm like okay we've had the frigidaire when we moved in here 15 years ago or so we got all frigid air and everything has seemed to work the way it should. So 
And this was one of the higher end of the Frigidaire dishwashers, which was still dirt cheap compared to some of these. I'm like, what the hell do these things do? Oh, like, what is it? The Mealy's? Or yes. Something? The Mealy and Bosch. Like five grand a clip or uh-huh. <laughs> They're like the cheap ones are like a $1,200. And it's like, why? You're, why? you're yeah. spritzing water onto dishes. Yeah. What makes it so? I don't. And, and none of them really wash dishes i always say they just they sanitize the dish and you may remember there was a thing an ad some years ago i don't know whether it was for a it was probably for like this the dishwashing detergent and the slogan was skip the sink no right skip the sink no sir (laughs) do not skip the sink don't skip the sink use the fucking sink and the scrub brush unless you want you know egg yolks baked on your fucking dishes forever no now you got to scrub them first if they're really gungy before you put them in the damn dishwasher and then just let that hot thing sanitize them. It's really what it's all about as far as I, I'm concerned. Yes, there's nothing magic. There's no little scrub brushes that come out. But there should be. Yes. No magic little trolls that jump into the... Yeah. Like, and, yes. Uh, and scrub. I did... I think the, uh, the Frigidaire that we got does have a couple little nozzle things on the top level that you can put like right underneath a water bottle or something like that. So you make sure like the inside of, if you constantly use a water bottle or a cup like that, mm-hmm. that it will then do its thing inside of there. Cause really otherwise it's very hit and miss on how much water yeah. is getting into the glasses or cups and everything that you clean. Mm-hmm. So we'll see. And, how- and my beef with all dishwashers too, is the way the, the application of soap, or the detergent must work because if you think about it, you stick it on the door, right? Right. As soon as you close the door, it falls down in the hinge, doesn't it? See, I've never it's, known like how would it, how would that interact? It just pops yeah. the door open. I I don't know. I mean, it's 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 very odd. And I always thought like what there should be is it should be like a little like maybe a little basket or something on the top, and you put it in there and then somehow you know a, a jet of water distributes distributes it all around the fucking box how, you know how does it right. get from the side and the bottom hinge where it's supposed to go right it's it very odd to me it should be like the laundry detergent which then puts yeah. it into the water as it's going yeah. in right and yes i understand digi guru in the troll room's like it's the ultimate lazy american experience a machine to wash your dishes wash them by hand <laughs> no because i don't like having dishpan hands so there yeah, I did it. That was it last night. I'm like, okay, I guess we're doing this whole, and that's again, the whole dishwasher was full. So, and I was yeah. happy that uh, there wasn't any, nothing that was totally baked on, caked on, because that yeah. would have been a pain. But I was running the water as, as hot as it will get, which is not going to actually burn me, but it, it felt like it because that's really the only thing you could do to try to clean the dishes. You got to run hot. Yeah, rubber gloves. Yeah. I believe in them. I do. See, I've never tried those. I mean, they have to get oh, nice great. big ones. You got to get big ones. And 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 not like, well, the ones that are like a little bit um, roomy inside, because you don't want to have to like peel them off your fingers. Right. You don't um, want to be like the, uh, the the doctor after he just gave you a proctology exactly. exam. You don't want those. No. But they work great. And, um, you know, I bought a dishwasher so long ago, the last time it was uh, Sears was still in business. And that's where I bought it. And so, of course, I, I opted for the store install. And, of course, they jobbed that out to some, you know, local monkey. <laughs> and this guy, 
he was he he's like stood me up he's supposed to come you know whatever tuesday between you know noon and one whatever didn't come another day and then finally i called sears and i said listen this guy has gooned me two three times i want another install guy you know and they said oh sorry to hear that okay so they set me up with somebody else then this idiot calls me to bitch at me no, because said, he's not you took him off the job <laughs> yeah yeah right and then this is where it really got funny he he actually fucking said to me i'm gonna report you to sears <laughs> <laughs> I said, by all means, please do. <laughs> like if he would have showed up, did I get yeah, it? I mean, he's going to report me to Sears. Yeah. Wow, <laughs> I wouldn't well, want to hey, be in their bad graces. Well, you know, this is how the the universe acts. Now, you had the same kind of a thing with the Uber or Lyft, where it's like, oh no, oh, you're not, the the oh, driver is yeah. going to report you for uh, yeah how well oh. you're a customer. <laughs> Incredible! It is a weird world. It is a weird world. Getting weirder by the by the moment. Absolutely is. How was your Thanksgiving, by the way? It was good. Yeah. I mean, mainly just playing with my uh, sister and my nephew. They both brought their little Bichon Freeze. Uh, so, I mean, Moose would have been right at home. <laughs> and these two, I mean, one is like a year old and one is maybe seven months old. And they were just like insane. Yeah. But otherwise, well, had, would, had a good turkey. That wouldn't work with Moose at all. He, we visited uh, my uh, wife's uh, sister in Maryland, and they have a, uh, a Havanese, right, called Lola. And that dog is, I think it's, it's ancient. It's like 15 or 16 years old, kind of hobbles around. And Moose, <laughs> Moose comes through the door like a fucking thug. He's unbelievable. First thing he does starts to eat her food right right eats the other dog's food right she's helpless then he kicks her out of her own bed and curls up in her bed <laughs> and then when she <laughs> when she just mildly complains like tries to get back in the bed he tries to hump her i thought oh, my, my, my fucking dog he's the worst behaved dog on earth i mean if this is my house i'd be throwing moose out the window <laughs> sounds like a fun party though yeah but they like that. They like to get the other dog stuff, no matter what the toy that the other dog had. That's true. It really is true. Yeah. These, these two had a little plastic rubber alligator that's maybe, you know, 10 inches, 12 inches. So it's a, mm. just a little thing. And they were fighting over it like mad. And at one point, they each had one end in their mouth and they were like running around a table together in like clock step because neither one was going to let go of the toy. I love it. They got to be careful. Those tables are low. I once watched uh, a guy knew he had two of the, uh, the, uh, the wizard of Oz, the Toto dog, Karen Terrier. That's what they're called. And uh, I watched them, those two, uh, Karen Terry, Toto dogs do, do exactly that, except it was with a live rabbit. Ooh, well, <laughs> that adds to the fun. <laughs> Whoa, not a pleasant sight. Yeah, because sooner or later, you're going to have rabbit parts. Yeah. yeah. But hey, they were hungry. I guess. But otherwise, everything went well, <laughs> which was good. Good. No problems there. I mean, the meal, it's always good to let somebody else cook it. Yeah. I did the rock and roll pre-show then got dressed went over picked up the food and it was all wonderfully done and a few other sides people brought so it was nice and easy rather than anybody slaving over 
a stove and my mom's in her mid eighties now, as you know, and it's mm-hmm. like, you don't need to cook yep. for Christmas. We may end up doing a tenderloin, which means I'll be doing the cooking, but that's okay. Good man. It's easier. That way you make sure the food's done right. Yeah. Personal touch. And then as I was getting ready for the show today, all of a sudden I'm like, what's that? What's that beeping? And I go into the next room and the, the battery backup UPS system that's on the TV. Obviously I could have sworn I replaced the battery on that one, but that was going off. So I'm like, what? Everything else is just going. Everything's breaking. Yeah. It's that time. Move. It's time to get out of the house. Get a new one. Or move to Amish country. I, uh, I stopped in there on my way back from uh, Maryland. I actually saw guys with horses and buggies and it's kind of, you know, it's kind of nice. They don't have to worry about the power going out. I guess not. At least not if it's the Hoazdendruber or whatever. There's, there's different levels now. Yes. There, there's the Amish light and I think they have everything. They'd probably have Cadillacs and, you know. Well, yeah, because it's whatever. like, well, the rest of this seems really inconvenient. Yeah, and some of it, the guy was telling me he had a lot of work done carpentry at his house by a, a dude, an Amish dude. And um, I said, well, did he use all like hand tools? Because I don't, you know, electricity is kind of a no-no. And he said, no, he said he had all of his stuff, his, you know, buzz saws and drills would run off propane. And I thought, well, that's kind of a bullshit thing because it's right. still modern technology. You right. Know? <laughs> I mean, like you didn't have propane now? tanks 100 years ago, did no, you? No, no. So, I mean, who are you kidding? So I don't, I don't get that, but it's a lot I don't get. Yeah, the rules are very strange and they vary from sect to sect or whatever the proper term is. Yeah. That some have the, uh, the Amish are usually more conservative when it comes to that but the uh there's there's like the amish i forget the name now but they're Mennonites. yes that, that could yeah. be it that then they're very much uh they're modern they're like oh we can have well that was the odd ones where the families husband and wife will have the cell phones but each one controls the other's cell phone so you know oh that's creepy no secrets yeah you gotta Transparency. Know. Yeah, you don't want to know what's going on. Surfer (laughs) sent in 50,000 Satoshi says, I'll do dishes for food. It's like, well, you don't know what kind of food it is, surfer. (laughs) You got to ask first. You don't mind. Hey, are you a good cook? Yeah. Thank you, surfer. Nonetheless, that's always the the way to go. And there was a boost from our buddy, sir, truck driver. Ah, sir, truck driver. 3333. And he just said he's announcing that episode 10 of his show rolling on dot show is up. Wow, he's up to 10 already? Yeah, Man, double five. digits. Good, good for him. Good. And he says, thanks, Darren and Larry, for helping me promote it. See, podcasts can be monetized by ad revenue. This is an ad revenue. Yes. This is different because we are not obligated to read your ad. No, we're just nice guys. Yeah, and we could, instead of reading your ad, we could just mock you. And then what? No, that's oh. not who we are. No. <laughs> <laughs> Aren't you sick of hearing politicians say that? That's not who we are. How the fuck do you know who I am? I mean, it's so such it's a stupid phrase. Well, that's what and I didn't pull the clip on this, but the head coach of the San Antonio Spurs, did you see this? Popovich? Yeah. Fuck him. The uh I don't even remember the player's name, but there was a player yeah. that demanded a trade that got the trade and they were playing in San Antonio and every time the guy had the ball, the crowd just went boo. Yes. And he didn't like that. So he finally grabbed the microphone while the guy was at the free throw line 
and told the crowd to cut it out. That's not who we are. Yeah, he's such an asshole. I can't stand that guy. <laughs> but how do you know who these people are? Maybe your fans are assholes. It's okay. That's right. And the uh, the player I thought had the best take on it. Again, sorry for not remembering his name, but you can look it up. Yeah. He said, you know, it's different. He's like, when I'm on the court, I expect that. He's like, I've been out in the city and going into restaurants. He's like, I've got nothing but love from people face to face. Although, again, he's probably like a six foot eight dude that <laughs> you're probably not going to want to be like, hey, dude, you suck. Because, mm-hmm. you know, that's the difference being and bill o'reilly even said that and he's only like six two six three he's like you know people don't want to mess with me they're afraid overall i mean as he's getting older maybe less so yeah but i think there is something to be said about that you know some little five foot eight pip squeak sorry gene uh it's not going to come up to somebody <laughs> what was that too personal i mean i didn't mean to <laughs> and be like oh dude you you suck it's always the way it goes people have a right to boo and to uh to mock and uh they just do so fuck popovich again and 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 speaking of again surfer just came in with another fifty thousand and oh. said we'll do dishes for food again so i mean <laughs> thank you surfer we'll send him some dishes yeah i will I'll, i mean i'm not gonna have a dishwasher for like a week i don't know what the turnaround time you got is do you have a fedex that, that see, why didn't like a netflix ever open up for that send yeah. us your dirty dishes and we'll clean them and return them to you there you are now you've got a clip. I mean, this probably is good. Uh, Scott Labido on Thanksgiving. I mean, since we're talking about Thanksgiving Day, oh, yeah. I think it's a great, uh, yeah, great uh, starter for uh, just after the Thanksgiving holiday. A little bit of Scott. Yeah. Better, better than Black Friday and Cyber Monday. I mean, today's Cyber Monday. I mean, I'm, it is I'm, Cyber Monday. I forgot about that. Did you buy anything? Um, just yesterday, a dishwasher. <laughs> just so that, yeah, I mean today. <laughs> Uh, well, my, a, uh, something that my dad wanted to get for my nephew. And of course I don't want them doing shopping online with anything that's not Amazon. By the way, you said about Amazon getting stuff to, you you know, like tomorrow or this afternoon, right? Right. I, I have a theory on that and maybe somebody out there in troll land knows the answer, but I think that is, I'm beginning to suspect it's dependent on you living in a major, major, major metropolitan area yes like chicago like la because now that i'm in the boondocks of connecticut shit almost never arrives i, I ordered a fu- really i ordered a fucking um a, a little uh, one of those like uh, jackknife allen wrenches and millimeters to work on my new bike tighten up the seats and all that it took 10 days for that thing to get everything's slower here i used to get shit the next day in la here minimum if they say it's coming tomorrow maybe i'll see it in four days yeah, we have two fairly large Amazon distribution centers very close to here. Okay. And that is the secret. It was weird. I ordered some stuff for my mom and it came in two different deliveries. So I, they may have actually come from different uh, centers, which is like, that just seems weird. Like one of them just by themselves with like a three-way light bulb LED, which I didn't yeah. even know they make those because those old fashioned lamps, everybody's parents have, you know. Hey, you could turn it on low, medium, and high. I just bought one. 13 bucks, Walmart. Well, because yeah. nobody had the bulbs, but now they make LED bulbs for those things. Yes. Which is good, because otherwise, like, well, how do you, you know, the government made these light bulbs illegal. Mm-hmm. But I like the, I mean, the LED bulbs. I could not stand the compact fluorescent bulbs. But the LEDs, those, those just seem like a regular light bulb. I don't see any difference. 
they they're much better at uh, matching the color temperature that you want yes yeah the cfls i think all they did really with the cfls is they kind of tinted the glass in some way to tone it down from the glary fluorescent creepy hockey rink white yes like best buy or circuit city kind yeah. of glow yeah yeah like that was not good. People do not like that. They want to. Uh, some people are fucking oblivious to it, really. And it's really weird. Um, I, I knew this guy. He, had, he lived in a beautiful home in L.A. And he had one of these center island, uh, you know, he had like nine sinks in his kitchen, you know, and five ovens, all this shit. And, and there was a big island in the middle where his wife would, you know, basically make reservations. Right. But, right. I was going to be like, do they ever actually cook? <laughs> Yeah, really. But um, there was a, 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 a you know, research, a recessed uh, light in the ceiling. And holy shit, it was a daylight LED, like something right out of a fucking prison camp. And it throws <laughs> the most ugly, glary light on that fucking work area you could possibly imagine. And I, I finally just said, you know, is that, uh, what do you think of that light? What's wrong with it? I mean, he had no fucking idea that it was just horrific. None. It's like the mothership coming down to pick you up. Yeah. It is not a good look. It is. It's the same people, the same thing that the people were never bothered by the blinking midnight on the VCR. Right. Right. That would drive me batshit. I couldn't put up with that for 19 seconds. That had to go. Yeah. Some of these lights on the front of these devices, that's what black electrical tapes for because yes, it blinds (laughs) you otherwise. Yeah. And I'm like, it's just a little LED, but damn, when the room is dark, that is is not good. It could light the whole place up. Agreed. Well, let's hear how Scott had his Thanksgiving festivities. Mm -hmm. Good evening, my fellow Americans. As I sit here on this Thanksgiving Eve, I would like to express what I am grateful for, what I am thankful for. Wait, is that a lighter? I heard something yes, sound that's like a, that's a Zippo, just like Tony Spumante's. Yes, <laughs> that's what I thought. Is yep. he about? Is he? Does he have like a Molotov cocktail in one hand or something? No, he's he, he's sitting in his art studio and he's wearing a shawl collar sweater. But actually, you know, Scott's a pretty cool dude. It actually looks great on him, unlike that fucking idiot Keith uh, Olbermann who wears those all the time and just looks like a complete rube. Well, he shops and in he, the grandmother department. Olbermann I'm does. Sure, he, yes, I'm sure he does. So Scott just whipped out a you know lucky strike or something and he's sparking it with his with his zip bone very dramatically nice i'm thankful for this wonderful mayor we have here in new york city i'm thankful for the revolving doors of justice where the criminals are running the asylum slaughtering murdering raping the innocent people in this city i'm thankful for the piles of human excrement and piss in the fucking subways here stop thankful for all it is now see this is where scott always cracks me up he chooses not to say the word shit and instead says says excrement but then he immediately follows that up with piss fuck (laughs) (laughs) which is very amusing to me it's like the you well he's just trying to paint a picture with words yeah (laughs) maybe he's just ramping up I don't. Yeah, I'm thankful for all of these illegal young men of military age from all over the world who have invaded our communities and taking the shit that our communities need. 
I'm thankful for that open border, that humanitarian open border, letting all this fentanyl in, killing our children, and all of these other people just coming to take our stuff. I am thankful. I am thankful for two massive world wars going on at this present time, because I am thankful for this president, Joe Biden, that we have. I'm thankful that there are no more mean fucking tweets. I'm thankful for the little scum-sucking pricks in this country who are burning flags and destroying everything because they think they know what they're talking about. And these are American citizens, and I am thankful for them. I am thankful that a pair of leather shoes cost less than a dozen eggs. I am thankful. Where's he shopping for eggs? Well, they were up there pretty high for a while, but yeah, yeah, that may have been a bit of hyperbole there. Yeah. Or the leather was really cheap. But yeah, or maybe it wasn't even leather. Maybe <laughs> no vinyl, really cheap shit. At exactly. DSW, whatever. Down on the street corner. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, he also was sipping a martini out of the requisite, you know, stem stemware as well as he delivered this uh, monologue rather well, I thought. Yeah. Well, I think Scott, uh, he should buy the Sinatra house that's for sale now. And, uh, so what's outside of la the uh, palm springs i there were i think it was there was yeah he had a, I, i've been to the, not in it but i've driven past that place many times nice yeah. big glass exterior uh, yeah yeah although bob hope's house was exponentially better bigger and cooler well frank wouldn't have stood for that well you know i it, hopes was um you know frank's is in a place called the movie colony which is flat ground. It's a very nice area of, of uh, uh, you know, smaller estates, high, high hedges and gates and so on. Um, Bob's was up on a fucking mountainside. And I think he had it custom built by uh, the same guy. I'm sure you've probably seen the, um, the old TWA terminal from JFK with a swooping roof. It really looks like something from the 29th century. Um, all glass and this big crazy white roof that undulates across it's wild and that was and bob bob's you know from bob's house you could see seattle um it was pretty impressive and the least impressive of all out there was elvis's he his his crib was basically nothing so weird yeah well he pretty much just saved that for uh graceland i guess that was yeah 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 so still a destination people I- flock to does it say what Frank's place is going for? What they want for it? And um, I forgot how many million it was. Um, yeah. I mean, Scott More would need less some- than the ZZ Top guys was for sale too in de- in uh, Texas for four and a half million. Pretty cool looking. Crazy. I would hope so. Yeah, but then again, when taxes get to the point that they are, you're like, huh? Well, hmm. Maybe I should downsize. Maybe because yes. I mean, Illinois is one of those states where no matter what, hey, you can pay your house off, not have a mortgage, you're still paying. 800 bucks a month in property tax just to it's criminal yes just to live here on the just land to live there just to yeah so you're really just leasing everything from fucking government yeah it's absolutely God. amazing it's sick and but scott's not wrong in anything that he said no he's not everything he said was was spot on yes and we like scott a lot now a guy that we don't necessarily like although i thought this was an interesting take again this is uh to prove that even people that you normally don't agree with sometimes get something right. Hmm. 
This is Michael Rappaport. You know, we've had him on. He was afraid of the Swifties. Oh, boy. Yeah. I don't want I don't want to pick. I don't want to pick a fight with the Swifties. They're going to come get me. Mm. This one. uh, Was making the rounds of people really cutting him down on social media and the the TikToks in the in the YouTube. So I figured it really took. uh, Was worthy of taking a little bit of a closer listen to it. Hmm. Yo, if 20 American tourists, 20 American tourists, forget the 1,200 people that were murdered, slaughtered, civilians. If 20 American civilians, all African-American, all black, all ages, were taken hostage, and 10 of them were murdered and raped, and there was 10 surviving American tourist hostages that were all black. There's not one motherfucker in this country that would be talking about cease fire. Now, of course, Rappaport is Jewish. And even though the far left at this point is all Hamas, 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 all the far left Jewish guys are like, hey, wait a minute. I love seeing the fracture Mm, in that group. But He's not wrong in any mentions here as well. I can let it go. But, uh, you know, he mentions, can you imagine if there were pictures of black hostages in the United States up on all the phone poles or whatever they're putting them on and they were being torn down? Do you think that would be okay? Oh, no. Uh-huh. But that's what's happening and nobody seems to care. It's interesting. It is. There's not one person. It would be bring the fucking hostages back and they better be they better be alive they better be pristine there wouldn't be no ceasefire there would be no run can you imagine college students ripping down posters of 10 black people from america if they were taken hostage and 10 others were raped and murdered Nobody, nobody would be saying shit. The African-American community would be demanding they came back. White people, black people, Jewish people would be demanding they come back. There wouldn't be a discussion of a ceasefire. That's a fact. Nobody could tell me shit that that is not a fucking fact. Forget the 1,200 other people that were murdered. I'm talking about just 10 I don't compare tragedies, 9-11 versus the Oklahoma City bombing versus this, that, and the third. If it was just 10 American, African-American people, they would be demanding, everybody would be demanding, get them back, get them back, get them back. The word ceasefire wouldn't be in the vernacular. It'd be like, ravage the fucking place until they come back, and they better come back safe and sound yeah where uh he is often a little bit crazy i think he's absolutely spot on here he did repeat himself a few times though but uh that is part isn't that part of it though you have to say something three times for people to understand it maybe and his use of silence is interesting to me because most folks when they get on the the yelling rant including me it's it's rare that you take that long pause. It's usually mm. you're, you know, you're in full blown out mode. So it's 
I would wonder how much of this stuff is choreographed out. Oh, a lot. Because the silence is an important part of that. Anytime I have clips like this, I'm always wondering, like, well, should I trim this? Should I make it quicker? Sure. But the silence, I mean, I'd learned that from Glenn Beck years ago, is that sometimes the silence is just as important as what's going on in what's yeah. being said. And he did pronounce the word pristine, pristine. Yes. <laughs> well, I mean, again, he's got the accent. I mean, you, you, were, you grew up around guys from that with that accent. Yeah, but that wouldn't be a function of a New York accent. No, the New York accent is dropping R's and saying, you know, um, you know, depending on where you are, people, people are still say they, they juxtapose, or I should say, uh, in, interpo, inter, what's is that the right? I guess it is, um, oil the like change the Earl on the car. Earl. Yeah. And then they'll say, look at that pretty goyle. You're like, what? <laughs> I don't even understand what you're saying yeah <laughs> the clip custodian says Rappaport was so coked up he maybe oh I'll bet yeah but i think it's interesting because he is an a rabid anti-trumper mm-hmm. and i'm not but there's a lot of people because he's an anti-trumper would be like oh well i agree if i agree with him on that people have a very hard time separating individual issues and making it well okay i know we agree on this but a lot of people are like well if i agree on this i should agree with everything they say sure or you put them into a bucket and it's like no that's so you get into a lot of problems when you do stuff that way it's like well no yeah. facts are important and every now and then somebody's gonna be right but for me this is an interesting issue because with a presidential election coming up the Jewish vote is decent. I mean, it's not huge, but they make a difference. Mm-hmm. And when you start seeing things like this, and then you start seeing maybe the people in your own party as somebody you don't like, maybe somebody you don't want to support, will definitely make for an interesting election, especially if there is an RFK independent go. But I, I wouldn't yeah. count on that. Yeah. But at least Rappaport got this one right. I think he's absolutely right. When you think about this. Yeah. And one of the things that caught my eye was he used the hashtag on this video, Brittany Griner. Interesting. And how soon we forget the whole Brittany Griner was one black woman taken hostage. Alleged, you know, again, let's let's just pretend that she didn't break the law and there was no reason why Russia should have held her. Most people looked at it as. Well, a foreign government, a foreign bad guy is holding one hostage and everybody went nuts. Yeah, it's true. Well, think about what just happened with hundreds or thousands that were taken hostage out of Israel. Yeah. And then you talk about a ceasefire. Really? I was looking at, I saw some videos, drone video of Gaza and uh, holy shit. Talk about um, rubbleized. Wow. It looked like Dresden. You know, when they said they were going to blow the place apart, they were yeah, not kidding. kidding. No, no. And of course, no people will never uh, on the left will never give way to the fact that, well, we tell you when it's coming. There's no reason for there to be a loss of life. It sounds like there's kind of like, hey, yo, you're in this building. Yeah. In a, in a week from Thursday, 
Yeah, we're blowing this to smithereens. So you probably mm. don't want to be here. Probably not. And then when they do go through and find, I mean, unlike the United States, not finding those weapons of mass destruction in Iraq, they did find in that hospital places where they were hiding and using this as refuge, the the bad people. So it's like you can't use that as an excuse. It's like nobody in their right mind would let that be acceptable i mean i understand the people at the hospital have zero way to control that but it's the same thing as attacking a bunch of people and then going oh ceasefire you can't have well our base just happens to be under a kid's school yay nothing you can do about it like no something has to be done because otherwise there's no way to defeat that enemy Mm. and i know there's the kumbaya like can't we all just get along larry well, that's what Neil Young says, and he's uh, signed off of Twitter, formerly known as X, about that. He, he, he's such a fucking supreme idiot like Joey. He actually said, you know, we, we just all have to get along. <laughs> okay, Neil, good luck with that. <laughs> How do you figure you're going to make that happen? He's, so, he's impossibly stupid. How do you figure you're going to make that happen? And talentless, well, I might add. Couldn't hold his own with a garage band and sings like a squirrel with his nuts in a vice. That's not a good sound. No. That is not a good sound. But it's the dangerous language. I mean, that's coming from the folks on the left. Mm. I got this from a Russell Brand clip on YouTube. I was like, wow, you're still on YouTube. Yeah, what's going on with him? I thought he was uh, in deep trouble or I guess he's whatever. Mm. I haven't heard anything as far as an update. No. But this these laws that spawned out of the me too movement i believe that's where they all spawned that reopened up the statute of limitations and i understand in theory what they were trying to do but as a lot of the laws that are passed in this country nobody thinks about the logistics of it Meaning like, well, we want women to be able to come forward that maybe never did. And in these cases that have been brought against Steven Tyler of Aerosmith and the latest was Axl Rose of Guns N' Roses. The Axl Rose one was a former penthouse pet. That's like in 1989, Axl Rose anally raped me. Whoa. And it's like, well, how are you planning on proving this? Hmm. What do you have besides accusations? And it's horrible if that happened to you. Don't get me wrong. But this is just a story now. This is just a story. There's no proof that this happened besides somebody making the allegations. And the interesting thing, I guess, is that the cancel culture now may be losing steam because of so many of these accusations coming out there can we cancel everybody you know what's worthy of canceling somebody well somebody said that this guy did this in 1989 you know 35 years ago you can't prove it well then isn't everybody susceptible to this this has always been my answer to this which is well then people just have to come out if the next big democrat you know captain hair gel okay he's going to be the next big guy mm-hmm on the presidential ticket. Well, don't you just need a few women to make up a story and go, oh, well, he anally raped me 20 years ago. One would think, yeah. 
because there's no proof for any of them. How do you go? Well, no, it's okay here, mm-hmm. but it's not okay there. And there's no way to prove this stuff. And I don't know what people are trying to get. Maybe probably just go away money. I would guess, which is true, which is why it's very rare for some schlub who doesn't have millions of dollars to spare to be on the other end of these, or we just never hear about them. Yeah. And it's less newsworthy, but I, I think there's something to be said for that. And the concept like, well, why would a woman lie? And it's like money, fame, you know, whatever there's, there's a laundry list of reasons why when they come out years and years later, the, I think we talked on the last episode or the one before that the hit job that the Australian version of 60 minutes did on Elvis Presley. And they never take into account what else was going on. They don't take into account what the people, you know, in the Elvis case, all the women were like, well, no, it was never sexual. And it's like, well, then well, he was obviously a pedophile, but, <laughs> but, it, but it was never sexual. I mean, so you know, even if he was, isn't that what the left is like? Well, as long as you don't act on it, it's okay. You can be, you can say, you can do whatever you want. Just don't act on it. But I guess it's not do whatever you want, but just think whatever you want. No thought police. They're here. Yes, they are. But Russell Brand picked up on the language coming out of MSNBC. And again, they want to tell you that Trump and those January 6th rioters, they were the bad ones. Because Trump incited them with his language. But then you have this. Thank you, hey idiot, for the $33 donation. Oh, I did also want to say, so hey idiot came in with a $33 donation. <laughs> obviously, yeah, I was wondering about that. <laughs> obviously on YouTube, there's some uh, no agenda folks coming in. Yeah, hey idiot. <laughs> Which one of you, one of you trolls, hey idiot? Because that's a great name too. It is. But it's like coming in with a $33 donation, you know. You know, you know, there has to be some overlap between the no agenda folk and the sure. and the Russell Brand <laughs> audience there in the chat. The uni party must be eliminated. Well, let me tell you who they do want eliminated. The legacy media have said it out loud. They want Trump eliminated. Have a look at this. I want to also turn to Trump, of course, and just some of what the reporting has. And of course, this is uh, Peppermint Patty. Uh, what's her name? Uh, uh, you know, the uh, Saki. Yes, Psaki. Jen Psaki. Obviously, obviously, Trump needs to be. I mean, just be gone. Has been around uh, some of his conversations also as we anticipate a year full of trials next year. It is just uh, uh, unquestionable at this point that that man cannot see public office again. He is not only unfit, he is destructive to our democracy, uh, and he has to be uh, he has to be eliminated. Our Mm -hmm. democracy. Uh huh. Is that uh, is that that morning Joe jerk off? Who's he? There was some other talking head on Pisaki show. It wasn't Joe Pisaki show. Okay, but uh, it was one of the eliminated. That's a pretty uh, loaded word, don't you think? Yes, absolutely. I mean, now Mm. just imagine if Donald Trump said, you know, uh, Hillary Clinton has to be eliminated. Right, right. How would that be taken? (laughs) And he's a threat. It's always he's a threat to our democracy, but nobody can explain how no or what a democracy is this is this is also true this is also true what can you please define a democracy no no i cannot sorry but i I feel like it's being threatened 
Hmm, that's peculiar language to be using. Eliminated. Now, as we begin to understand more about the convergence of corporate interests, media interests and state interests, we have to recognise that we must view their material extremely dis- with a discerning eye, a sceptical eye indeed. Yeah, you have to look at the words that are being used. Mm. And I'm not sure I agree with Russell Brand because I don't know if the words they're using are really telling us what they want to do or if they're just so stupid that they don't know what words mean anymore. Now, some more than others. When I listen to Barack Obama, I would expect him to be very precise with his language. Listening to Jen Psaki and other Democratic talking heads, I don't think they've got all that much going on in their head. Hmm. So it's hard to say if it's like, well, wait, he used that word eliminated. Should we be looking? Uh, I don't know. I think maybe he's just dumb. Yeah. Good. Good supposition. Yes. I mean, you should always keep track of these things just in case. Mm -hmm. But it's like, I still don't understand the whole Donald Trump thing of what he's going to do. It's like, well, we've lived through four years. And uh, what we got was not what we were promised. No. And I mean, they said that last time around that he, you know, he, there's no way he was going to leave. They'd have to bring the army in to uh, right. extract him from the Oval Office. And he kind of walked out, out of there in his own steam, didn't he? Yes, yeah, he did. He did the usual <laughs> thing. He left a note for Joey. Left you know, a note he, for Joey. I still want to know what that note said. What do you think that said there? Hey, soup brain. <laughs> <laughs> Listen to that Larry show. It's huge. Yeah, that would be great. We'll just get them. We'll just do the artwork. And that's you can see over like a Biden's shoulder. Yeah. You want to learn what you need to do. Uh, this, there may be some uh, slow. I, I trimmed this down. There's a little bit in the middle. That's probably kind of boring, but yell at any time to stop this. This was Hillary was on the view about two weeks ago. Mm. And I only found this clip, which is interesting. You start finding clips through other clips and uh, yeah. Pat Gray of the blaze, who was one of Glenn Beck's sidekicks for a long time and now has his own show over on the blaze was talking about this. And I'm like, well, I, we can, we don't need his commentary along with this. We, we need our commentary, but this was Hillary and so many things about the hypocritical lefties that are Hillary and the women on the view. Ugh. I know that's the reaction you get to the, the spew, the spew. Yeah. That's a better name for them. Ugh. You know, this country has a lot of problems. Um, and the main one is named Donald Trump. <laughs> okay, I can't personally. I mean, the main, let's just understand here. Yeah. The main problem this country has right now is Donald Trump, a private citizen mm-hmm. who hasn't been in office for three years, mm-hmm. who has no control over anything going on in the country right now, except maybe to encourage voters to come along and vote for him in a year. But yeah. that's the biggest problem this country has, according to yes. Joy Behar. Joy. And I will agree with uh, with Pat Gray, the most incorrectly named person on the planet. Joy <laughs> Behar. There's, he's like, there is <laughs> yeah. no joy in that woman. And uh, he's right. Yeah. I personally believe that this loser has so many people who still think that he could make a decent president. So calling him a loser now. So the name calling, remember the left, like, no, no, we're above this. 
We're above that. It's those it's those bad Republicans that name call and they call mm-hmm. Joey bad names and Barack bad names. They're disrespectful. Mm-hmm. Oh, but that Trump, he's a loser. He's been criminally charged with 91 counts. I mean, he's practically got one foot in jail and no going on a banana peel, this guy. So he's been, you know, 91 counts. Like, well, what's he been uh, convicted of and what were these counts? This is where you and I knew this minute one, that all of these legal actions are so these idiot talking heads can go out and be like, well, he had 91 counts of felony sure. charges against him. Mm-hmm. Doesn't Which mean is- that- which is the whole reason that the, the fucking pussified rhinos need to uh, impeach Joey. They won't get a conviction, but the average mouth breather has no idea the difference between impeachment and, and conviction. Right. And it's good. It makes for good, uh, uh, good uh, shit to throw. Hey, there's Biden, the beach president. Boom. Oh, must be bad. Right. Because that, they're going to use that against Trump. Like, well, he was impeached yeah. three times. Right. Well, so right. was Biden. Right. Right. <laughs> what's the difference? Right. That's what it's all about. Just the headline. It's all that matters. Right. I mean, nobody clicks on the story and then understands no. and reads the story. It's headline mania. Yes. And they still say, oh, we still like him. What do you make of that? Okay. The worst that's uh, I'm stealing from Bill O'Reilly here, but he said that it lets you know anytime a talking head on television, usually they're the ones running the show. Anytime somebody asks a guest, what do you make of that? He's like, they have no idea what to ask at that point. Right. They have no idea how to form an actual legitimate question. They don't understand the subject matter around it. It's all just, what do you make of that? That's <laughs> true. I mean, yeah. what do you mean? That's not a question. What do you make of that? I don't know. I don't make anything of it. I'll make an ice crusher out of that. Uh, 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 yeah. Oh, I don't know, Joy. Didn't you just write a play about this? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Did Joy Behar write a play? I don't know. Hillary seems to know about it, though. That was Hillary speaking. Yes. Right. What what does that mean? That's almost that's almost as dumb as what was it from last week? Don't spill the water. There might be something. Yeah, something it. might what fall out or something mean? like that. What does that mean? They're all speaking in code, Larry. Okay. I Chick think. Code. Uh-huh. Ba- Chick bag code. Uh-huh. No, Hillary, man. That. Sorry. Or Killary, whatever you want to call her. Yeah. That's funny. You know, by the way, you know, Miss Mrs. Clinton did win the popular vote. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I continue to believe that you won. I don't care what they say. Mrs. Clinton won the popular vote. Uh, You won. I don't care what they say. That sounds like an election denier. Sure does. But that's okay because it's on the other side. Now, if somebody says that about Donald Trump, where no, no, we think he won. I don't care what they say. No, no, we're going to put you in jail, man democracy underminer uh-huh. but for joy they are they don't see they have to see, i mean this is where the only disconnect i have with these kind of people does joy behar is she smart enough to understand what she's saying as no. opposed to the trump stuff and how they interact no. and how they're the same thing or is she just really that stupid she's really that stupid i mean she's not bright not even a little like i think that because it's on my side and i think right is with me that mm-hmm. it's okay the yeah. cackling cunt show now i don't think that's the name of the show but uh, <laughs> is that from the troll room yeah that's from a digi guru <laughs> digi <laughs> he's a chicago guy so he knows <laughs> he knows hillary's from this area killary's right from up north i don't want to say mean things about her though because then my dishwasher might explode when it comes in you know Ooh. Yeah. I mean, no, I, I love Hillary. She's a great woman. Anything that is said on the show is just for comedy. I think 
she is not involved in any of the murders that her fingerprints were found all over. It's all just, it's all, it's all she's being framed, obviously. Yes. No, but look, I, I think you're absolutely right to sound the alarm. and and To sound the alarm, Larry. There you go. I don't even know Let what that rip. means. Oh, yeah. What I think, um, again, we saw yesterday is that a lot of people may not be telling pollsters they're reconsidering, but they are reconsidering. Oh, you think so? I do. I, I think that the chaos that... And I love that when you don't agree with the, what the polls say, well, you know, th- th- this happens on both sides. Well, you know, people but, just aren't going to tell the pollsters the truth. Oh, so the fact that Joey's taking a drubbing in the polls, Hillary says that they've reconsidered. They're just they're bullshitting. Yeah, they're fun. just they, they, they're not oh. really going to vote for Trump. No, they love okay. Joey. I mean, she said it a few Joey. times outside of this, this clip on, on how things were really looking good with these polls for Joe Biden. Yeah, I don't know how. I mean, it's looking better for you, Hillary, because if they need somebody to swoop on in. We know Hillary's been wanting that one. She's ready. Comes with him uh, is just not attractive to a majority of people anymore. But look, there are people who still, you know, support him. They say they're going to vote for him. We just have to limit the number of those people and reach out to those who are having second thoughts who say, well, you know, I thought he would have done better. Or how much longer is he going to do this rigged election thing or look? You mean like? Joy Behar just did for your election. Right. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And all the problems he's got in the court system. So I think we have to keep reaching out to the people who uh, are open to looking at the damage that he would cause if he were ever anywhere near the White House but again. Of a lot. Of, I think we should lock him up now. <laughs> well, some- yeah, we should lock him up. Mm. Yeah, we should lock him up. Not just defeat him at the uh, ballot box. We should lock him up now. Yeah. Again, if somebody was saying this about a Democrat, I would like to know the response that Joy would have. No, we should lock him up. (laughs) Some of of the polls reflect um, that voters, that if he is convicted, voters will change their their opinion about him and won't vote for him. Even the ones who are supporting him now. Exactly. So I trust trust that our country is smart enough. I'm just curious. Why do you think that? I don't trust our country is smart enough at all. No, especially those that are watching that show, you know, they're imbeciles. And I would think if I had to guess. Poll or not. How many of the Trump supporters. Would change their mind on any of this stuff if he was convicted, I'll use that in air quotes. Would probably be well under five percent. I think if you're supporting Donald Trump at this point. You believe that what is being thrown at him is a complete sham. So it doesn't matter at all if he's convicted of anything that may even energize his base more because people are going to feel like he's been wronged and the legal system is being used to railroad him right on out, which it's it's interesting. I think we've mentioned it on uh, this show that. Some people around Donald Trump wanted him to go after Hillary after he was elected president because of all the Russiagate stuff. Yeah. And he said, no, that makes us look like a banana republic. (laughs) You know, I wonder if he would rethink that if he had the ability to uh, to go back in time and do that again, seeing the the uh, 
the way he's been treated. Yeah. That's true. Just because he's convicted, they don't believe anything now. Why would they believe that? There are some that will change their vote. That is exactly what these polls have have shown. You know, I think when you are, look, it's any any kind of relationship. When you're 100% committed, it's really hard to say you're wrong. Yeah. Yes. You know, people go, why are you still with this guy? And you're like, well, you know. Right? Right? I mean, I'm thinking this is about Bill. Bill's like sitting there. Oh, my God. The ultimate cuckoldress. Uh-huh. I think I'm thinking of Bill sitting in this audience. He's like, oh, honey. Oh, oh boy. Uh, yeah. I need to slip out now. Yeah. I, I didn't mean to. It just slipped into her 45 times. I don't know. You are, look, it, it's any, any kind of relationship. When you're 100% committed, it's really hard to say you're wrong. Yeah. Yes. You that's know, people true. go, why are you still with this guy? And you're like, well, you know, I thought he would do this or I liked what he did there. And it's hard for people to separate. And I did say, and I believe this, and there are a lot of other people, not just me saying this, Liz Cheney said it recently, that there's a kind of cult-like dimension yes. here. Yeah. Yeah. So now it's a cult. If you it's like and you voted for Donald Trump, you're in a cult. And we all know how people feel about cults. Well, first it was extremist. Now it's right. a cult. Uh-huh. Okay. Well, why the change in the maybe the extremist thing maybe isn't working maybe so we got to move to cult and we got to scare him yeah but there's more you know he he's like a walking id you know in psychology you've got <laughs> yeah, the yeah. ego and the super ego <laughs> and the id i know the laugh from joy is great yeah. isn't it cackling bags <laughs> i want to know how many people that watch the view know about the id and the ego and the super ego or took a class i'm thinking they're all like well, i don't know what they're talking about they don't teach us anything in class anymore and so a lot of people go oh man did you hear what he said it's like watching a constant entertainment show and so people get hooked into that and they don't want to give it up because it is you know kind of entertaining and interesting to watch the chaos yeah. um yeah. well yeah i mean she's not wrong there the big reason why people like Donald Trump, I think, yeah. is because he's entertaining. Totally. What was the nickname he just gave to Nikki Haley? It was very funny. What the hell was it? I don't know. Is there, Something like. There's a new dumb, one. Dumbo. Or, it was, yeah. It just like <laughs> in the past few days, it was very funny. Because he called he did the Sanctimonious. He had a name for everybody except. Um, I don't think he had a name for uh, Vivek. But everybody else got a nickname. And Nikki, Nikki Haley's was the funniest. And God damn it. I can't remember exactly what it was. But. Maybe a troll will know. And the Vivek thing, he seems to be fully behind the Donald Trump ideal. So he may be laying off on him. Maybe he's angling for a Veep. He so. said he didn't want it. O'Reilly yeah. asked him that when he interviewed him. And he said he didn't want it. But I think there's a totally different answer when you know you're not getting the main. Yeah. The main gig. Mm-hmm. Because then if you only, you know, it's only a one term. If Trump were to get back in, it's one term, and then if you're the VP, you got a really good shot of um, really good. And was it Bird Brain? Bird Brain. I think that was Haley? it. That's it. Yes, it was Bird Brain. Thank you, Ned. Ned. <laughs> Thank you, Ned. Ned. I think that your loss to Trump in um, 2016 will go down in history as one of the most pivotal times in our country. One of the most pivotal moments in our country. Um, and it's well, wait a minute. Still- now, Hillary, Hillary must hate her because she just said you're a loss to Trump. Right. Joy's telling her, you, you, won the elect, you won the popular vote. And this other broad says, you lost. Whoa, uh-oh. Which not, not only that, it was a pivotal, pivotal point in history. Yeah. Because you lost. 
Every fucking election's a pivotal point, you airhead. The country could have been so much better, Hillary, if you just wouldn't have lost. Mm. I mean, that's what she thinks anyway. Mm. Reeling from, you know, Trump's policies, I think, um, and the deep divisions that he sowed in this country. Mm-hmm. Which divisions are those? Because I know Which Joey divisions? Has, has a lot of uh, dividing, but you know, Barry and Joey were pretty good at dividing. Not too good at... Uh, Trump was the opposite, which is why you say the yeah. opposite and then people just listen to it and they're like, oh, okay. That's right. So untrue. So untrue. And everybody was prospering yes. under Donald Trump. And you didn't have massive crime. You didn't have massive people coming over the border every day. I mean, now they realize things are bad and they go back home, but still. <laughs> what, in your view, would happen if he were to be reelected? That's a loaded question, isn't it? Uh, oh, I can't even I can't even think that because I think it would be can't even think it. Well, you're a brain, aren't you, Hillary? <laughs> the end of our country as we know it. And I don't say that lightly. You know, oh, yeah. I hated losing and I especially hated losing to him because I had seen so many warning signals during yes. the campaign. But I immediately said, look, we have to give him a chance. We've got to support you know, the president we have. I, I'd like to, I'd like to hear that recording when, he, when she said those words, I don't remember those. Do you? No. I mean, there no. may have been in her concession speech. That may have been it. Like, okay, we're, we're going to all try to work together. Now we're all one country, but I think that lasted if it were, uh, if that were the uh, case, I, I think it lasted about 24 hours into yeah. his term. Mm-hmm. But I mean, for them, that's like, well, we tried. We tried. Larry, we gave him a day. <laughs> and what more could we have done? I mean, with his divisive policies of making people more successful. It was horrible. horrible. All those racist things he did. He obviously hates the Jews. You know, it's like, if you can't see that, yeah. we can't help you. Yeah. I meant it. And I tried really hard. And then literally from his inauguration on, it was nothing but, you know, accusing people of things, making up facts. De- Wait, accusing people of things like, you know, creating a Russian dossier like you did, Hillary? <laughs> Maybe that's what you're thinking? <laughs> I mean, it's insane. It is insane. It is absolutely insane. Like, uh, but you did make up things about him. That's exactly what happened. You know, and then you're like, well, why is he, why would he be mad about that? Yeah. And then literally from his inauguration on, it was nothing but, you know, accusing people of things, making up facts, de- denying the size of the crowd at his own inauguration. I mean, she's still really on that. That still bothers her. Uh-huh. God, an idiot. The size of the crowd being reported at the inauguration. I, why, why is that still on your mind three years later? Mm. And I, Everything that I worried about, I saw unfolding. And so I, I think that he'd be even worse now yeah. because he was somewhat restrained, oh. believe it or not, wow. in, in the first term by people who he hired uh-huh. because he thought they would go along with him and they stood up to him. Mm-hmm. And so now he is going to, if he were ever near the Oval Office again, find people. Who- now, this is twice she said if he gets anywhere near the White House or anywhere near the Oval Office, not elected. Mm. That is an interesting choice of words. That'll give like the Russell Brand concept here. 
Yeah. Because she's not saying if he's elected president, if he gets anywhere near the Oval Office, like, what does that mean to them? The difference between being elected and getting anywhere near, like, be, even being on the ballot? Is it is it just a turn of a phrase? Or, I mean, what are you getting out of that? I'm thinking it's it. like he can't even be allowed to be on the ballot is what my thing is. You can't even get anywhere near first, being yeah. in, in the Oval Office again. Mm. And once you're on the ballot as the Republican candidate, you're pretty near. I mean, forget the uh, possibility of all the election shenanigans. Mm. Once you're on the ballot, you're one step away. So I think this is what they're when they say he can't get any rather than if he's elected. I think the changing that phrase to anywhere near the White House means we can't even have him on the ballot. If we have him on the ballot, that could ruin democracy. Yes. Well, which the irony there is, is so great, isn't it? Well, they want to jail him. And it's a, you know, if you sort of plot this on the chessboard, which I suck at chess, I don't even know how to play it. Too complicated. Um, I mean, they, they jail him. And then if you, you know, then there's going to be violence if that happens. It's going to, it's going to get ugly. Then they get to declare martial law. And then because their own house is a complete shit show. I mean, they know Joey can't stay the course. Kamala's a fucking idiot. Um, Gavin's in the wings, but had to sort of shoehorn him in there. And so then what happens? I guess it's like the perfect way to, uh, to hold on to power and say, just, you know, just, we have to just ride this out until right trump is dead i guess it's kind of like Zelensky in ukraine it's not the yeah, time for elections exactly. yeah yeah the same kind of a thing yeah and this is i think what you've got here and it's funny because they're like well he's going to use the army he's going to use martial law against his enemies it's like you mean like you're doing yeah i mean like joey's department of justice is literally doing mm-hmm. to the january 6th folk yes because you know beyond a minority of people that were violent and made some uh, destruction of property they're going after way more people than that mm-hmm. when you see people like well what'd you do well you know i walked through the rotunda yeah and i got six months it's like mm-hmm. huh that doesn't seem uh that doesn't seem fair one of the guys just celebrated his third Thanksgiving waiting for trial. What happened to that right to a speedy trial clause? Where'd that go? Well, you don't have that if you're a terrorist, and that's, of course, what uh, you are if you're a Trump voter. Right. Those bastards in Gitmo, right? Gotcha. This, is why they, this is why this is not politics as normal, mm. because this isn't just disagreeing. This is why you have to, from the top down, mm. to illegitimize everything. Donald Trump must fall because if he doesn't fall, I think everybody understands if Donald Trump wins the presidency. And again, I understand everybody listening to this show is like, they're never going to let that happen. But if he does, I think a lot of those January 6th people are immediately pardoned and go on their merry way. One would hope. Yeah. And that is quite possibly what they're afraid of. I mean, Donald Trump could be like, you know what? I'll even pardon your kid, Joey. I'll even give one to Hunter. I'll throw him a little thing here. No problem. Just yeah, keep him in the house. Laptop and everything. Yes. Yeah, we'll buy him a new because I'm going to keep uh, going to hold on to his old laptop here for a while, mm. if you don't mind. Who have no principles, no conscience, who are totally tied, mm. you know, to his fortunes, literally. I mean, it's like everybody involved in the Democrat Party right now. Yes. How did Joey make all this money? I'm still not sure. He didn't have money when he started, and now he's got millions. 
and 20 shell corporations. How did that happen? How did that happen? And therefore would do whatever he said. And so the, the wreckage is almost unimaginable. You know, when I was Secretary of State, I used to talk about one and done. And what I meant by that. Well, I think what you meant by that was one bullet in the back of somebody's head's enough. Yeah. Is that a slogan for like a laundry detergent? What is one, one and one done? And done. From, from Procter and Gamble. What is that? Maybe just one and done. I mean, I thought it was a suicide thing for the Hillary assassination oh. group. Okay. All right. I mean, really, it's funny. A lot of people that commit suicide in the Hillary circle shoot themselves in the head three, four times. Yes. Or in the back of the head. Yes. Unimaginable. You know, when I was secretary of state, I used to talk about one and done. And what I meant by that is that people would get legitimately elected. Mm-hmm. Unlike Donald Trump, of course, people would get legitimately elected. What is it? See, again, a little weird. And then they would try to do away with elections and do away with opposition and do away with a free press. You mean like everything that the Democrats have been doing? fucking thing they did. Wow, this is amazing. It's like a roadmap. It is. And you could see it in countries where, well, Hitler was. There we go. Ding, 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 ding. I was waiting for Adolf to enter the stage. Yes. Yeah, you had to get the Hitler mention because, you know, in the country right now, the press is not Democrat slash liberal owned and run. No, not at all. Duly elected. That's right. Right. And so all of us, even even Hitler was duly elected. Mm-hmm. Sudden somebody with those tendencies, though, dictatorial authoritarian tendencies would be like, oh, OK, we're going to shut this down. We're going to throw these people in jail. And, and they didn't usually telegraph that. Trump is telling us yeah. what he intends yes. to right. do. To listen Take to him at his word. Yes. The man <laughs> means to throw people in jail who disagree with him, yeah. shut down legitimate press right. outlets, <laughs> do what he can to literally undermine the rule of law and our country's values. He will use the military to stop protesters. Yeah. So that was all he took of that. They, they went on from there, believe it or not. But, yeah, yeah. Wow. That is the... Uh, the Dutch saying that Adam Curry always says in a nutshell, mm-hmm. everything that you're accusing me of, you are doing yourself. And it's amazing how much they get out of the, oh, well, he's like Hitler. He's telling us he's going to do this. He's like Trump. He's not an idiot. If Donald Trump had a secret plan of what he was going to do after he was elected, unlike Joey, who might babble it into a, uh, you know, into his soup in the morning. Hmm. Donald Trump still has his faculties about him. He does. And everything they're claiming he's going to do, but this is why Hillary had to say, no, no, no. I think he was, I think he was tapped down in his first term, Larry, because you know, he, he, he didn't have as much power. He didn't have the people around him, but this this next time around, Oh, he will. And he'll, and then he'll really, He's going to do it this time. He's not going to leave office. He's going to become a dictator, Larry. Mm, yes. It's like, well, isn't our country strong enough? It's like, well, how would he become dictator? Do you, do you think the military is going to go with him? And if the military goes with him, then you, the question you would have to ask yourself is why? Yeah. I mean, his biggest fear would be the military because they're all a bunch of uh, lefty wing nuts now. Right. I would think some, are, I mean, I think a lot of the up and up, the uh the higher end yes the rank yeah, and file Lloyd no. austin and mark milley i mean these fucking guys right total lefties so it's like you don't think you can, can i mean this is one man and the amount of fear 
that they have because of one man. Yes. We know what a president can and cannot do. Joey's in office and there's a lot of liberal things that he's pushed. Sure. But there's a lot of liberal things he just can't do on his own Mm -hmm. because that's how the system was set up. So why are they so afraid of the one guy? And it's like Hillary. Well, we saw what happened in his first term. It's like, well, if that is legitimate, then you would say, hey, you know what? When Like, I can tell you when joe biden took office i can tell you what gasoline was and then i can tell you what it is now i can tell you that the amount of people coming over the border has like quadrupled if not more Mm -hmm. since he's come into office rather than saying the trump policies why wouldn't you spill them out and say well donald trump did this and this was the negative effect they never do they're just like well we know the trump policies ruined america well how and which i mean I guess I, I completely underestimated the, uh, the breadth of his base of support because I'm shocked that he's pulling as strong as he is right now, it, despite the just god-awful shit performance Joey's turned in right, and the inflation and the wars and everything else because they, they threw so much shit at him. I thought he was just had so much negative baggage, um, but here he is. So people, maybe people are smarter than I give them credit for. I mean, looks like if he ran today, he would win. If they're just looking at the bottom line, I think there's a lot of people who would otherwise call themselves Democrats who go, uh, I can't afford groceries anymore. So let's go back to the other guy. Yeah. And it is because Joey, even though I believe at their very heart and core, I believe the Obamas were way more liberal than joe biden was at least throughout his career now joey has bowed to the far left insanity obama didn't give in to the far left insanity he may have thought a lot of this stuff but he didn't let the aocs run wild you know it was a much different more calm collected And like a chess game, you know, very calculated on what was going to go on. Where Joey kind of went in and now all of a sudden it's like open season on everything. And we have to push everything as far left as we can, as quick as we can. And that's kind of backfiring on him, I think. Well, Joey isn't as smart or as polished as Obama. Obama, you know, whatever else you can say about him. He he was a very skillful politician. Yes. and, And he was able to sit down and talk to somebody that was not on his side and answer the questions eloquently, even if it were tap danced around. Totally. But Joey just he flies off the handle and says, you're full of shit and do right. step outside. And he's, he's a fucking idiot. <laughs> he's just such a stupid man. And he's always had, it seems the anger issue, but was able to keep it under control. And anybody that's been around an elderly person that's going into Alzheimer's, or dementia knows that the mood swings can be impossible to contain. And I also think that's where Joey is. I, you know, beyond that, I think he's an asshole. I think his uh, faculties are failing him. And that is a big part of this. And you just think about how poorly things like in-person meetings with the president of China could go. If Joey's having a bad day, I mean, I wonder which Joey really gets to go to these. Uh, yeah. I'm hoping it's uh, the the body double who who at least isn't in totally insane. Mm. 
But now you have a few more clips. Where do we want to go next? Oh, dear. Um, so many choices. So many choices here. Let me uh, let me pull up my uh, planet. All range. of them good. I mean, you've got the something about uh, the Dublin stabbings, which. Uh, yeah, let's do that. That's, you know, that, uh, there's, there's apparently I really, you know, it wasn't on my radar. This asshole that's now running Ireland. Yes. Um, and ha- I guess has been for some time. This uh, Leo Varandakar, Verandakar, whatever. He's, he's, he's really, he's right out of the Joey playbook um, because he, there's this horrific stabbing of these toddlers in front of a school and he turns around and blames white supremacists. Right. I guess right. the fucking thing in Ireland. I mean, it's like beyond belief. And then, oh, we've got, we, we need more laws against hate speech. This guy is a fucking asshole. And when I looked at him, I thought, you know what? So for somebody that's an old, I was never a Saturday Night Live fan, but occasionally, you know, I'd, I'd audit an episode or, or, or whatever. And something that cracked me up one time was David Spade. He was, maybe he's a very snarky kind of delivery comic, right? That he did. And at that time, I guess Michael Bolton was still a pretty big deal, uh, you know, on the entertainment stage. And uh, Spade flashed up a picture of Bolton with like the mullet and the just god awful comb over. And Spade just goes, Michael Bolton, you're bald. (laughs) 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 It's like, what? You didn't think that was coming at all. It was was really funny. And this fucking guy, I'm trying to figure out what kind of architecture he's going on. He's got going on on the top of his head, but he needs the David Spade uh, treatment. He really does, uh, and you know, among other things, he just he just comes off like such an asshole. So he, yeah, this is Paul Joseph Watson, who's obviously very good at what he does, and he kind of uh, sums it all up. And I don't know what's this clip, maybe forty-seven seconds or something. It's pretty quick. Yeah, and it's I mean, it's an interesting story to follow because the facts have been changing nonstop since it happened. You know, and it was first blamed on you know the word going around was that it was a migrant mm. and then the as it would happen here you know the mainstream media and stuff like no 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 it wasn't it wasn't it wasn't i think it turned out it was a migrant i mean i have yeah algerian um so i've still seen both reports a migrant or he was an algerian national who'd been living in ireland for a number of years i don't know i don't know If only you knew how bad things really are. Three children were stabbed outside a primary school in Dublin Island with one five-year-old girl still fighting for her life. News reports suggested the knife man was an Algerian national. The BBC and others rushed to tamp down by asserting that he was an Irish citizen. Vehicles were torched, fireworks whizzed through the cold night air as irate mobs expressed their rage at the stabbing. But the media immediately denounced everyone involved as far right. The Irish leader was more upset at the Irish people than the would-be child murderer. Ask your sisters what they fear most on our streets. They're afraid of you, afraid of your anger and your rage, afraid of your violence. Call me presumptuous, but I think they might be more afraid of their kids getting stabbed in broad daylight, actually. BBC, it's not clear what caused the unrest. Mine truly boggles. Not sure what caused the unrest. Oh, sure. Yeah. Yeah, it is so not that much different as the things going on in the United States. Exactly. Yeah. They have a large amount of migrants coming in. And Ireland 
is not like the United States. There's not a lot of housing. There's not a lot of land. There's not like you come in and you can spread out. Ireland's what the size of a small state. Yeah. And a lot of it is rural. Mm -hmm. So having all these migrants come in again, you're like, well, okay. If you have, for Ireland, it's like what's going on in the United States where millions are coming in. Ireland kids like, I can't handle 5,000. Right. There's nowhere to put them. Mm-hmm. And the culture, totally different. Like what's going on in London and other parts of England. Yeah. The migrants come in and like, well, we don't want to assimilate ourselves to what you've got going it's not like people are coming in from other countries and like hey i really like what's going on in ireland i like what's going on in the uk i like what's going on in the united states no they're coming in and trying to change the places they're going to you know and only it seems only poland and hungary are drawing the line saying stay the fuck down yes we'll let you in if we want to not not because you want to you have to control it you have to, to- to protect your own citizens you have to control it and i mean the the left here is like oh why do you hate the people trying to come in it's like i don't don't hate them i don't don't hate them at all but there's a system Mm -hmm. and you can't let everybody in because you don't have the resources to do so and this is what happened i i know you know i don't know if the uh, overall planet rage listening supporting producer group understands ireland as well as I do, I've something that I've kind of kept track of for years, you know, being a good Irish boy mm-hmm. from the, uh, the murders that happened in Derry in what, 1972 or something like that up through, you know, all the troubles that they call it. And that's really such a nice name for mm-hmm. guerrilla warfare. The trouble. Sure. Sure. A lot of people died mm-hmm. in Ireland. It is a country that is, I mean, it's very beautiful. But there's a lot of history of violence in Ireland, and it's not a society that's going to put up with this. Well, it's, it, it, again, the, the violence only happened when the British decided to colonize it. Right. And especially d- doubled down when they released all of their other global holdings, but said, now we're going to fucking hang out to those, uh, was it six counties in the north? Yeah. So, or, or yeah, six of 32 in the south, six in the north. Yeah. But the the Irish, I mean, the IRA, they fought back and it was guerrilla warfare. Yes, it was. And this is something this is not unless something is totally changed in the last 10, 20 years. You still have a core group of people in Ireland that are going to stand up and do something because the government won't. Where in America, I think we've lost that in a vast majority of the population who are just like, oh, what can I do? Well, when I look at the fact that they've elected this Leo Jack Hole as their leader, um, I would I would say no. I'd say I'd say that Ireland has fallen just as far as America has because I mean, how, how did what what were the majority of people thinking to give the nod to such a fucking pinhead? Are the elections as rigged as they are here? That would be my question. That's one thing I Could don't be. know. Don't know. Could be. I guess that's a possibility. If you and are in. Like, ireland heavy let us duty, know like gaelic stuff like like they're not calling him a a, 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 a president or a, a prime minister they use like the it's, it's like tika che or the, all this fucking gaelic shit suddenly is very popular in how they refer to the, their politics and so forth i don't know what that's about but yeah um 
We I, need I a know. boots on the ground report. We do. In fact, you know what? We just need some massive donations so Darren and Larry can haul us over there. Right. We'll do the on-the-spot reporting. <laughs> we will go over to Dublin. We'll go over to Belfast. Yes. I mean, the Northern Ireland was just as much uh, fun, and the people were just as nice as they were in uh, in the yeah. South. I mean, that was all a religious thing, which is still a hard thing for a lot of people in the United States to wrap their heads oh, yeah. around. No, it is. You know, the Catholics versus the Protestants. And now it's like, well, and now you're bringing in the Muslims. So, I mean, if the Catholics and Protestants in Ireland who aren't really all that different, right? If they killed each other, you think as people coming in <laughs> from totally different religions are going to, they're going to be like, well, that'll be fine. Yeah. Well, the Irish like to drink and they like to fight. Conor McGregor. I mean, he seems like the guy that should be running that country. He does. It's like he's absolutely right when he's like, yeah, the leadership here is failing us. Mm -hmm. The concept of the open door, that was the biggest problem with the EU. This fact that everybody can just kind of move in, you know, in and out, no borders. We can just uh, travel from one part to the other and then overload them and without having some kind of control it's going to be bad for everybody you know again especially you, oh, the uh, toddlers out front of the school uh-huh it's yeah. like but this is what happens i mean that's kind of what would happen here i mean this is kind of similar to what rapaport said you know if this was mm -hmm. our people you know then what yeah it's like well then there's going to be no talk in ireland there's no talk of a ceasefire they're like whoa these are you know these are invaders coming in that are committing crimes and it's unfair to a lot of people sure and i see this in the right-wing news in america where if one illegal commits a crime kills somebody rapes somebody it becomes part of the immigration story which it is on one hand but i think most people understand that is not a majority of the families that come here that's why i like the way scott Lobido covers the migrants and constantly hammers on these single military age men yes that are coming in because i same, yeah same thing in ireland the guys i saw reports of that they're saying the exact same thing where are the women and the children it's nothing but guys and then the fucking libtards say well they're just going ahead to establish themselves then they'll have their families come over no don't believe it. Don't believe it. Do not. Um, Mittens loves Joey or Scott says, fuck you more. <laughs> wow. That's uh <laughs> let's do, let's do let's shift over to Mittens. Yeah. That sounds like a little kitten there. What is, what is Mittens? Mittens Romney. Oh yeah. Is this, is this an actual name or? <laughs> well, some people call Trump it that. That's, that's like a, that's a pejorative for, uh, for Mitt Mittens. Oh. And, um, yeah. And this is, um, I didn't forget the name of this chick she's on. She's on one of the major networks. And her if she has one more facelift, her eyebrows will be a part of her <laughs> hairline. It's, I mean, she has like such a constant look of surprise on her face. It's fucking weird. But she's the one talking and it's it's mittens. Yeah. Who do you like in the Republican field? Uh anybody. Um, you know, I, I would uh, I'd be happy yeah. to support virtually any one of the Republicans, maybe not Vivek, but stop. Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, gee, I wonder why that is. Yeah. Because he's he's not quite the phony fuck that Mittens is. <laughs> it's it's really fun. Here's a guy that actually takes some chances, shoots from the hip, 
has some interesting things to say. So, of course, well, not, not Vivek, as he's called him. Yeah, anybody but. I mean, that's even bigger. It's not like, well, I'm not really a big fan of uh, Vivek, but. Yeah. The fact that you're like, well, anybody, anybody running, but, but him. But him. Because I think he is the closest to Donald Trump that's not Donald Trump. It would, it would appear so. I mean, I have not done a real deep dive, and, and they're slinging shit at him left and right. They're saying, you know, he's WEF, and uh, he was in bed with Pfizer. And, but, you know, some of that might just be dot connecting for the sake of smearing him. I don't know. Well, yeah, because and you I could really say Trump was in bed with Pfizer and Moderna you and all this. You could say that, with, too. Yes. Yes, you could. Mm-hmm. You know, it's yeah. like the times are in these situations. You have to take things again step by step and be like well why did this happen right who's really in control what is you know you've got to understand the uh i don't remember if i pulled a clip of this one or not the guy that was arrested for going after the food cart vendor and just you know basically annoying him every day and saying racist stuff that the guy got on video i may have pulled a clip but the guy ended up being somebody that was appointed by the Obama administration to some job. And again, all the news is trying to make the connection between Obama. And it's like, you really think Obama knows this guy, you know? And it's like, again, everybody's an individual just because they were hired by somebody. It's kind of like, well, Donald Trump hired this guy and then he raped 15 children. It's like, well, that's not really anything to do with Donald Trump. No, you have to be able to separate these things, but, I don't know why beyond the Trumpism of Vivek, why they dislike him so much, oh, unless it's oh, just he's the outsider again. Yeah, he's the outsider. He's not a career politician. Um, he definitely tends to lean right. I think that's pretty clear. And so, of course, they hate him. You know, I mean, it's really interesting now that he's he's he, his fortunes have risen dramatically. And then we've not heard a lot from uh, Bobby, the Bobby, the K. No, Bobby Jr. And he's certainly a factor in this fight. Uh, It just gets more and more interesting. The more players you have with with some juice. I mean, I I think uh, DeSantis seems to be he's 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 like in Christie and he's almost a puff of smoke at this point. Um, I don't know. Yes. And everybody was like, oh, he's the sure thing. If Trump doesn't run, this is the guy. And how wrong they were. huh? I'm not seeing. Well, he doesn't have. That's where Hillary was correct. A lot of people on the right seem to like the entertaining candidate. And sure, that's not DeSantis. No, they like the they like the show. And I, I don't understand why the mainstream media, when they look back to their ratings during the Trump years, aren't going, hey, get this guy back in. We are yeah. going to make a billion dollars mm-hmm. if this guy's back in the White House. It's and interesting. Trump. This dude in Argentina, he's yes. Trump on steroids and Coke. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> Literally. <Wow>. Literally. Wow. <laughs> and that country will be better run than anything Joey could do. No doubt. But the others that are running would, would be acceptable to me, and I'd be happy to vote for them. I'd be happy to vote for a number of the Democrats, too. I mean, oh, would be- really? Oh, yeah. That's Mittens. Sure. Yeah. What a he's great a party whore. man he is. Yeah be an upgrade from in my opinion from uh, donald trump and and perhaps also from uh, joe biden look i like president biden um you know i i find him a very charming engaging person there's some yeah, places i agree with him but most places i do when has joe biden ever been described as charming and engaging well you just heard it from mittens oh well he's such, he's such a 
fucking cliche, that guy. He really is. The corporate snake. You know, don't say anything bad about anybody if you can't say anything at all. He's just, he's so repulsive. And he, as Trump said, you're a loser. <laughs> <laughs> See, this is loser. why Donald Trump, people like it. He is entertaining. Like, yes. We, maybe if we could just get Alex Jones as president. Uh, Disagree with him. Uh, I think he's made all sorts of terrible mistakes, but uh, I, I would like to see someone else run. I disagree with him. He's made a bunch of terrible mistakes. I mean, he really doesn't like Joey that much. No, but he thinks he's engaging and charming. They would, he would like to date him. That's Probably. Sort of. And he's better than Trump. Yes. Which everybody they say is because Donald Trump is a threat to our democracy. And he's mean. Right. The mean tweets. Are we happy that we don't have any more mean tweets? Well, to be true, we don't have any tweets at all because uh, we don't have Twitter anymore. It's now just posts. Mm -hmm. Now just posts. Uh, But this was uh, a clip here. This is from MSNBC. And again, this goes right along those same lines of uh, Hillary and Mitt Romney and, and how, you know, Donald Trump is covered in the media that, I mean, is totally not stacked against him or anything. No. I think there was already enough evidence of what he does when there isn't a gag order and how he confuses his rights as a criminal defendant with his rights as a political candidate. And it's not unusual for criminal defendants to have limitations on their speech put in place, especially when there's a nexus between their speech and threats to the people they're speaking about. And that's what's happening in New York. The evidence of the number of threats that came in to Judge Angeron's clerk as a result of Trump speaking ill of her is enough reason to stop him because even the First Amendment for a political candidate does not allow that candidate to do something like yell fire in a theater. Oh, Jesus Christ. At that point, it's like, shut the fuck up. Uh Hit her in the face with a bag of nickels. That is is the fabulous Ryan Bemrose hates that more than anything else. And that's part of the reason he's so fabulous. The fire in a crowded theater. I hate um, that shit. That's always the go-to phrase for imbeciles. Who is that speaking, Darren? That is, let me see here. I can pull up the, it was on MSNBC, which Mm -hmm. uh, already tells you that you're not getting anything real. Right. See if I can figure out who that was that they were interviewing, but it was really nobody. Nobody. nobody important it was just, just another yammering idiot another well this is all msnbc does mm-hmm. and talking about donald trump like he's a normal defendant in any kind of legal case again people are missing out on the fact that this is the the bottom line this is the end result they don't even care if he's going to be convicted this is we're going to make these trials that we have going against him go through the election cycle and as part of this we got to put a gag order on him and if he's got a gag order he can't go out and do the debates and he can't go out and do events and he can't and he can't say the things that he wants to say it's so obvious sure and it's like if you really want to talk about having interference with elections Mm -hmm. this is absolutely what you have going but this is why a lot of this stuff gets intermingled. And this is uh, from Fox News talking about the guy, the 
the guy that went after the halal cart guy. Mm-hmm. And I just thought it was interesting how they're dealing with the freedom of speech issue. Again, this is Fox News, allegedly the big right wing group. Hardly. Exactly. Welcome back. Police arresting a former official who served in President Obama's National Security Council after videos show him berating a New York City food vendor on multiple occasions. Watch. You're a terrorist. You support terrorism. Listen, go. I'm not supporting something. No, you support terrorism. I'm not supporting. Go. We killed 4,000 Palestinian kids. You know what? It wasn't enough. It wasn't enough. That man in the video, Stuart Seldowitz, served as the acting director for the NSC's South Asia Directorate in the early 2000s. He's facing charges including a hate crime, stalking, and second-degree aggravated harassment. Jason Rance. Now I'm wondering again with the the legalities of what is, is it really stalking if you just show up at somebody's food cart? exactly i was wondering about that i mean I'm, this is the first i'm hearing somehow i missed this story darren so uh, it has been huge especially it. once it was uh discovered that the guy was part of any obama whatever he whatever job yeah. that he held so so some guys got a food cart uh, is this on a manhattan Correct. street they take it yeah or? it's just on the street i believe in okay. manhattan i mean it's somewhere in new york so probably manhattan and and why did this guy go up? Does he does this guy like have a Palestinian flag on his food cart or so? How does he know this, this, this is this? never explained? Ah, okay. All this right. is never explained, so we don't know. We don't. And know. this was on multiple days because sometimes the video it's light, sometimes it's dark. Oh. So this guy has come back <laughs> multiple times to harass <laughs> this guy. So this guy, this guy. First of all, we know he has no no, no life whatsoever. True, he's there morning, night to fuck with this dude. But the legalities <laughs> okay. of this, if going out and arguing with somebody on the streets of New York will get you arrested, we know that hitting somebody in the head with a brick won't. Well, you know, and then there's that Doug Mackey guy who's going away for what eleven years because he wrote a, you know, a jokey tweet about uh, Hillary. So yeah, I think we know that answer already. Yeah, freedom to. of speech is pretty much dead. In fact. You know, when are you expecting the battery ram at your front door in Chicago? I don't know. Any time now. Yeah. And especially if they hear this show, they're like, whoa. Yes. Whoa. Get those guys. We can't have that. But I'm like, what is the, what is the hate? So, okay. It's a hate crime to disagree with somebody. What's right. What's the hate crime there? What's the hate crime? I don't know. This is where I really start having an issue with it. Even though, I mean, I understand this guy's an asshole. Mm -hmm. I understand he's harassing the guy although i don't know what started it meaning i don't know if this guy before because it's the it's the dude that is running the cart that's taking the videos of him okay so the guy obviously knows that he's being videoed Mm. but i always wonder about very specific editing because it would be very easy for somebody to start an argument with some horrible racist thing that he hurls at this guy then starts the camera true you gotta have all of the context to understand what's going on and then you really have to ask yourself do you want to live in a country where somebody's words are getting them arrested because that's really not freedom of speech already do yeah 
Degree aggravated harassment. Jason Rance, Seattle radio host, joins us to talk about it. Jason, happy Thanksgiving. This video is crazy, and it's not once or twice, multiple times. What do you make of it? And again, what did we tell you earlier? If you're a talking head and your question is, what do you make of that? <laughs> you're a moron. Way to go, Fox. <laughs> Yeah, I saw a few of the videos. At first, I thought maybe this person's inebriated. I couldn't quite understand why he was doing what he was doing. And the, the language is vile. There's no doubt about it. What bothers me about incidents like this beyond the obvious is that there is a conversation going on right now about anti-Semitism versus Islamophobia. We have clearly seen a rise in anti-Semitism across the country. And folks will usually try to conflate the two or they'll compare the two and say that they're about equal. They're not equal. But they'll be able to use this particular incident to make that claim and then number two as vile as i and i think they're fairly equal you may not be equal as as far as how much is going on but you either treat everybody the same or you don't mm -hmm. and i don't see the difference between being uh anti-israel anti-israeli and being anti-arab it's like they're the same thing no they are the same thing it's just another form of uh, people hating on a group because of their genetics so i mean there's maybe way less of a problem with one of them but it's like it's still the same thing sure I thought a lot of the language was clearly something was the trigger here and not that it would justify any of the language but i am kind of curious why it is that he chose this individual vendor and like why wouldn't it justify it you don't know what was said I mean, again, the guy seems like a total asshole, but it's like, what if the guy told him, you know, oh, I'm glad your whole family was killed. Well, and I'm glad your daughters were raped. Well, you know, Dems could be fighting words. Uh -huh. yeah. You don't know. I mean, maybe yeah. this guy didn't say a damn thing to him and is totally innocent. That's very possible. But this, again, shows the danger of taking sides on a story when only being given evidence mm. from one side as many times as he did and it feels like there might be a little bit more to the story where we could say yes this was an overreaction clearly he should not have done what he did but maybe this is why he did it just to try to provide some context to it well like what do you think is the background you should i mean look at the end of the day uh, at the end of the day <laughs> it's a cliche machine right here on fox news everybody Really uh, you know, condemning all forms of hate and enforcing violations of all uh, hate crimes is is the goal <laughs> law enforcement wants to get to. You would agree with that. But you suggest there may be more at play here than just his uh, his Islamophobia on display there. We don't necessarily know he's an Islamophobe either. He may be. You don't. Was that Popovich speaking, by the way? No, I don't. That, um, like uh, I, I forget which one of the Fox. Maybe it was. Yeah. They're they're hard. They're they're very interchangeable now that the Becks and the O'Reilly's the more those guys leave and the yeah. Carlsons, you're kind of left with uh just a bunch of people that you don't want to listen to in the first place. Sure. But it's like you don't know what the deal is there. You don't know what set them off. So you're making some major judgments without the evidence. Mm -hmm. And in this case, they're like, well, of course, the uh, we have we have to stop all the hate speech. It's like, whoa, 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 whoa. No, that's not. That's not. I mean, again, listen to what yeah. he says here. 
Well, like what do you think is the background you should check? I mean, look, at the end of the day, uh, you know, condemning all forms of hate and enforcing violations of all uh, hate crimes is is the goal. Really? What the all what? But what is a hate crime is now saying something to somebody if that's a hate crime. So, yeah, (laughs) Mm -hmm. it's like that is not. All right, that is not. But this, again, is the way it's being pushed on society, and it's not just the far left media, although some might say Fox seems like they're far left media and what they're saying at this point, pretty much. I mean, they got a couple of token guys like uh, Waters or whatever, but pretty much it is what it is. You know, come on. And it's like you can't say, you know, hate speech. That's we have to go after hate speech. It's like this goes back to Germany. This is this is why the left is just jizzing themselves. Because they're like, well, you can't say Hitler in Germany. You can't have the Nazi stuff. We'll put you in jail. They want the Trump stuff to be that here. Yes, correct. It's absolutely what they want. Mm-hmm. And they're just worried he's going to win again. Mm-hmm. Because then what's going to happen? He won't even leave office. I mean, it's it's hilarious yeah. if it wasn't so sad. Yes. And yeah, you're right. Fox is not. It is not the. It's not your mom and dad's Fox News. No, not at all. I mean, the old man Rupert, I guess, I don't know if he's quite in Joey's shape, but clearly he's handed the reins to Lachlan and whatever the hell the brother's name is. We've known there, you know, where they stand for a long time. Yeah. Dingo Dare says, whoa, whoa, whoa. Who doesn't hate crime? <laughs> well, the Democrats, for one. <laughs> right. They, they love they crime. Hate, and they don't hate criminals either. That's for sure. Exa- well, yeah, because that would be racist to hate criminals. Because they're admitting that a majority of the criminals are of a specific uh, persuasion. But no, we, we can't we can't mention any of that. That's like not the most racist thing ever. It's like, well, we can't uh, we can't put you in jail because of the color of your skin. And that's not a racist thing to say. I don't understand that. Like judge people about what they do. That would be the better way to go. Wouldn't it? Now you have another Scott clip. This is going to be a, a a barn burner. I'm guessing. I do. This is another Scott clip. And uh, what's the title on this one again? I don't have that file in front of me. This one is Scott says fuck you more. Oh yeah, yeah. You can't get enough of Scott fuck you. So this, <laughs> this 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 needs no introduction. It kind of hurts me that I have to call out the stupidest fucking people in the country which live in my hometown of New York City. I've been here for four generations, my people. It was the greatest city in the world. But the dumbest fucking people live here. Supposed to be the smartest people in the world. That vote for these fucking assholes like Hoko and Adams, who has fucked this city so hard, worse than de Blasio tenfold. Stop. Wow. Now he's going to... That's big words, right? Yes. Yeah, de Blasio was no uh, genius of politics. Or as I always called him, de Blasio. Um, But when I hear this, I think, gee, I guess that little coffee clutch that uh, Eric invited Scott to all those months ago. That didn't happen. Must have have never happened. Yeah. (laughs) So we want Well, this is why you, again, you say the stuff up front. You're like, no, no, I want to. And then somebody played a few of the videos. That's probably what happened to... uh, to eric adams then you're like oh wait wait i'm not gonna i'm not gonna get involved with this guy because there's then the the mentality i think is well if i have a meeting with this guy 
I'm legitimizing him. Yes. And we can't have that because then people might put more credence into what he's saying. But in the meantime, just to calm him down and get him off my doorstep, I'll tell him, you're on my list. We'll meet. We'll get together. Of course, it'll never happen. And the check's in the mail. And the check's in the And what's going on with him in Turkey? I mean, it looked like it was all kinds of serious shit being leveled at him. Where does that stand? I don't know. Hmm. There's so much to cover. So much to cover. And none of it's ever good. Do you notice that? <laughs> well, it's good when I see him getting shit thrown at him. That's good. Yeah, he does. They, hey, politicians all on all sides deserve it. Yeah. Yes, they do. Now he's going to defund the fucking police more than they already are defunded. Meanwhile, we have 100,000 more young adult males in this city from other countries who have nothing to do now except commit crimes. Yeah, and the whole the uh, defunding the New York police, it's interesting because it seemed like so many have left on their own accord that 2,500 this year. That's a hell of a number. Yes. Because they don't have people ready to move on into that. Who would take the fucking job? You have to be insane. It's a brain damage. To take the job now at this point in any major city in the United States, yes, this is not what you want to be doing. I thought it was interesting. And we may have mentioned it at some point that DeSantis down from Florida had billboards taken out here in Chicago mm-hmm. looking for Chicago cops to relocate. Yeah. It's like, do you hate your job? Do you hate the weather? Come on down. There was a $5,000 signing bonus or something. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was well worth the uh, well worth the move, I would think. I mean, if you like living in that that very wet heat that you get down in Florida, that Florida is great as long as it's not between May and October. Right. (laughs) I would love to live in Florida in uh, November, December, January, February. You know, even March is getting questionable because going down there for years with my family for spring training. I mean, there were some March weeks that you'd go down and it was beautiful. And there were some that were already so oppressively hot. Mm -hmm. I mean, it has to be global warming. Gotta be. Yeah. But it's like it was so hot. You couldn't even stand to be outside. And Mm -hmm. it's like, that's no fun. It's easier to deal with the cold, I think. But I got to say the cop defunding thing. I mean, that, I think that's just part of the whole plot to have a, uh, you know, a national police force. That's what they want. They want all the power centralized and the more they demoralize and defund and make a city cop copping a shit proposition, the people are going to start to scream. Okay. Yeah. Give me, give me the feds. Give me anything. Just give me some relief, some protection. Right. It'll happen. It, it increases the chaos. Yes. And what do you do when there's chaos? Then you do the Zelensky. No, no, no. It's not a time for elections right now. No. We have to get this chaos under control. Maybe that, ooh, that makes a lot of sense, Larry. Yes. That they, that's their last line of defense. If Donald Trump is on the ballots and looks like he's got a chance, something's going to happen where it's like, no, 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 we can't have an election. Maybe it's another COVID. Maybe it's some kind of uh, other event something will happen where martial law could come right on in. Now I sound like one of these people that are like, Donald Trump's not going to leave if he gets in. <laughs> but it does look like they're setting something up. Definitely. And they're going to defund the police. You should have just put them back on a fucking bus and send them anywhere. But no, Sanctuary City, where 
humanitarians. Now look what you've done. you done fucked up everybody. Fuck these asshole politicians, but fuck you asshole New Yorkers more. Yeah, well, they're the ones that uh, put those people in office, allegedly. Absolutely. But I, I would like him to sort of calibrate, define what does fuck more mean exactly. But, you know, we, we, I, we get his meaning. You could send him a note and he'll be like, let me tell you, buddy. <laughs> like, no, no, I'm on your side. I'm just 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 asking for a friend. But that's you know, that's what they do. I mean, but that's not new when he says, you know, um, you know, Scott and I are probably around the same age. I might have a few years in him. I don't know. But when he says it was the greatest city. At, no, 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 Scott. No, it fucking wasn't. It, they were always electing assholes as mayor, as governor. Always. This is not new. It's just gotten worse, but it was always shit. Was there one chance of kind of coming out of that? Were the Giuliani years kind of okay? Like we're starting to get law and order. People are, you know, the crime comes down. People are being yes. a little bit more polite. Yes, that was that was an anomaly, though. If you look back at the history of New York, um, yeah, Giuliani and uh, was in Bratton and the whole broken window theory and people that, that was right around the time. I fled New York just before um, Giuliani came in, and the 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 level to which it had sunk, um, is in terms of, of of filth, decay, criminality. It was it was just a shit show, man. It was awful, and um, I guess there's a, there's a turning point that people finally reached and said, "Well, fuck, man. Okay, give us give us relief," and they voted in Giuliani, and you know apparently did a very good job of turning things around so can it happen again maybe i don't know well but see but he, that he, we, what giuliani did was that all you were racist because you were stopping people based upon how they looked yeah stop and frisk they didn't like that so then they threw him out and i forget who followed him i stopped following didn't care about new york but it was it was always you know a pretty grimy dirty place and uh, i guess giuliani was he was an anomaly he was a a bright spot and an otherwise very uh, cloudy gray uh, horizon always at new york it was it was never it was never the greatest city in the world ever no no but they hated giuliani probably because he showed that the city could at least function and not be the worst place in the world yes. if you had law and order correct yes now it's like no 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 we can't have that that's all racist i guess no you know. i don't care what race somebody is if they commit a crime mm -hmm. i was very surprised it was one of the one of the leftist news organizations that covered one of these big things over uh i think it was on last week on friday must have been on uh on the black friday there was a another large event at a macy's i think it was somewhere in nordstrom one of these big department stores where a group of 20 people went in and the mainstream media actually said that it was 13 or 14 black males and like four or five black females. It was the first time I've ever seen anybody in the mainstream point out hmm. like, well, no, uh, everybody that was doing this was this hmm. thought that was racist. And I was surprised because it was a leftist outlet. Maybe some of these things, there has to be some kind of breaking point where people are like you, we want stores. We want to be able to go buy things at a Walgreens without having to ask somebody to come with a key so I can yeah. buy a, uh, you know, a pack of Trojans and some Lucky Strikes. I saw a picture. I don't know if it was gimmick, but it was um, 
somewhere in a might have been a target or a supermarket anywhere where they would they would have those gallon jugs of tide and arm and hammer laundry detergent and they had fucking motorcycle chain snake between the handles wow i no, i believe it for fucking like what you know i it, it, for the longest time in la it, one of the good things about la is as opposed to connecticut with their idiotic blue laws is you can buy anything in a supermarket um you know any kind of liquor you want, wine, booze, and, and there's usually a pharmacy on the premises as well, banks. It's a kind of one-stop shopping. Right. Um, but the liquor closets there, anything that was, you know, even moderately considered good stuff, you know, from like Johnny Walker Red on up, was under lock and key in L.A. Well, now anything worth like 10 bucks or more under lock and key. Yeah, it's incredible. Yeah, well, I mean, a jug of Arm & Hammer is probably with 11 bucks or something around about that now i mean it's unbelievable like one of the big things the tide could be well over 20 bucks now i guess yeah they're like well you can take that and they can shell it on the street that's what's going on <laughs> that's what you're gonna see fucking guys fucking guys fencing tide uh-huh. <laughs> it's like really this is where we've gotten to like hey hey, hey hey buddy you like clean clothes let me hook you yeah. up <laughs> that's where we've gotten but you know who hasn't uh, figured that one out yet? We have one clip left here, it looks like. Oh, I think I know who this is. It's yeah. the Deliminator. All right. The Attorney General of Texas wants to prosecute media matters for telling the truth about Elon Musk and Twitter X and anti-Semitism. <laughs> right, right there. I'm going to stop it right there. Keith thinks me- media matters is just telling the truth. Sure. They have no vested interest in anything. Yeah. Like they've always just told the truth. It's amazing yeah. how Media Matters finds out all of this truth, air quotes, about people like Rush Limbaugh, Bill O'Reilly, Sean Hannity, Tucker Carlson, Darren O'Neill. Right. Larry Blydner. But yeah. never, never anybody on the left. I've never heard him find out the truth about any of that. Yeah. It's all amazing when you then see that's the beauty of the Elon thing will be if it goes to court, you're going to find yeah. out a lot more about Media Matters. This is the thermonuclear lawsuit he mentioned, correct? Yeah. And he's got the money to do it, it. as crazy as it might seem. I'm loving it. I'm loving it. It's like, Elon, stand up to these folks. Yeah. Welcome to the future. This will be criminal prosecution under Trump 2025. Not merely politicized, but privatized. Well, well, stop. Uh It sounds like Keith is uh, conceded already. Trump's the guy. Maybe he's well. This is so afraid. He Remember is, Michael Moore? He was, he, you know, you got to give that clown props. He was one of the first ones who actually said, "Yeah, it's it's going to be Trump." And fuck, he was right. Uh huh. It's like this is uh, more of that same fear mongering. That well, no, this is the media matters thing. Though now he's also equating very good here, Keith. He's equating Musk with Trump because now Musk must be stopped. And this has been covered a lot on No Agenda. In other places, but a lot of the folks on the left, all these media types who, again, all lefties or a vast majority lefties love them some Twitter. Why? Because they were silencing the conservative people. Sure. Now that Elon Musk is in there and they're not doing that. Well, now they hate it. It's amazing Mm -hmm. that that one little change. That's something. Yeah. And again, the side that is trying to stifle free speech is. Not always the bad one, but like 99% of the time is going to oh, yeah. be the bad one. It's a pretty good litmus test, I think. But again, more fear mongering. If Trump gets in, he's going to 
put people in jail who disagree with him. Well, what laws is he going to use, Keith? And how is he going to do that? And who's going to enforce it? Because we can't get DAs now to enforce all sorts of violent laws. Who is going to enforce this? I want to know. Scan that QR code to take you directly to the Wednesday oh, countdown podcast. Yeah, more more pimping. <laughs> He's like, I need you to I need you to go to my podcast, even though I'm doing really good. I need you to now I need you to scan a QR code. It's like to get a podcast? Why the fuck would I need to scan a QR code to get a podcast? <laughs> what world are you living in, Keith? Like scan a QR code. It's like, well, here's the thing. If I'm watching this on my phone, like most people, I mean, I know I'm old and half blind and have a big desktop with three monitors on it i could use my phone to scan that barcode but most people watching this video keith are going to be on their phone and can you scan a barcode that's on your phone with your phone i don't think so maybe you need a second phone to be able to scan the qr code on your original phone in order to listen to keith's podcast i mean a link would have been much easier than having a qr code right am i wrong maybe you're not wrong my friend you are not wrong because the persecution of media matters is a preview of what the fascists have in mind for this country. The, the, perse- the fascists. The persecution, <laughs> the persecution of media matters. It's the filing of a lawsuit. Yeah. The persecution. That's a persecution. See, again, they like to be redefining things. One guy sure. files a lawsuit that maybe he'll just be thrown right out of court. I don't know. I don't know how this maybe. is going to go down. But that is now the persecution of. These nice folks at Media Matters. How dare Elon persecute them by filing a lawsuit, which then goes into the government system? Are you, are you saying, Keith, that the uh, the current judicial system is not that it's fascist? Because I mean, I might agree with you there. It's kind of interesting. It's like, what are you worried about a lawsuit for? You control the courts. Yeah, I don't know. An ally like Musk is inconvenienced by truthful reporting. Inconvenience again by truthful reporting. Everything Keith and his friends say, that's obviously the truth. Yes. Reporting. He sends out a distress call. A Trump operative like Stephen Miller sees it, reminds all the conservative state attorneys general that they belong to him. And one of them, in this case, Paxton of Texas, announces a prosecution to punish journalism. Right, to punish journalism. Media matters is not journalism. No, it's not. But then Keith thinks he is too, so this is confused. This is true. Media matters was originally started by Hillary Clinton and her ilk. Mm -hmm. And it's then gone down into other people controlling it, but it's always been its main purpose to do hit jobs on media personalities they didn't like and their only thing they do is go after the advertisers which is why we're going to get to that in a brief moment why we're a value for value show yes we are you there are no advertisers to go after no so you can't especially especially since csb left i know they (laughs) they did media commercials to read (laughs) oh did media matters get to csb (laughs) maybe is that what happened they're like do not go on this podcast anymore no this is bad Maybe that could that could make sense. But this is why it's very important to have individual journalism that is supported by the people that listen to it because yeah. Media Matters goes, oh, what, what are we going to do now? I mean, if Media Matters wanted to shut down this show, 
they'd have to go after you know everybody that listens and there are people that listen to this show or the ones that you know produce and listen to no agenda would be like no screw you yeah like that's that's a very quick there's it would not work which is why the whole advertising model especially in today's society of the cancel culture still running pretty rampant does not work very well and i'm sure russell brand lost a ton of money when they hit him he's still out there and i think he'll weather the storm but you saw was he what, doing was he doing youtube super chats before the shit storm i don't remember i've never saw him doing it before but now he's like give me your money direct let's yeah. do it yeah and people there's nothing that will help generate money from a group than people thinking you're getting fucked around nothing could be better for us than the government to come after us but not put us in jail just to come after no. us you know, you can bug us, but don't jail us. Uh-huh. So we can go, hey, they're doing this, man. This is unfair. Give us your money. Well, I got, uh, let's not forget, Larry got uh, banned from Twitter, from X. I know. You know so <laughs> I saw Gummy Nerd just got booted from No Agenda Social. So it's happening everywhere. Yeah. What did he do? I don't know. It's, it's everything. That's what I hate when people get booted from these services. Like everything they ever posted then disappears. Yeah. Why did I assume it was a he? It could be a sh- gummy nerd. The nerds is gender neutral, is it not? Could oh, he's a chick. And he is definitely a he. He's a dude. Okay. He is the Viscount of the troll room. Oh, the Viscount. Sorry about that. He tells Maybe. a lot of uh, your mama jokes. Oh, okay. But uh, I don't know. I don't know what. Uh, I don't know what lever he level level lever. <laughs> I can. Um, it's, it's getting late in the day. I don't know so who would do that. Is that Ann Reiner's call or Adams or who? One of those two. I mean, I would think the they're two. the only two with the ability. So, okay. He All really right. pissed off the wrong person. Mm. Okay. That's always been the rule in the troll room that we use here because we just kind of borrow the no agenda troll room. The rules yeah. have always been just don't piss off the moderators. Yeah. Don't smart. Don't piss off the people that can make your life hell. Mm hmm too bad keith we can't turn him off no no we don't want to do that he would ruin the entertainment factor yes he's such a great close for us always he's the closer he is to scare off journalists to stop stop stop, stop, yes 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 (laughs) what was that accent journalists I don't know. I th- What's a journalist? It sounds like he was having a bowel movement. Maybe he was on his commode. Let's let's hear that again. Yeah. Paxton of Texas announces a prosecution to punish journalism, to scare off journalists. Maybe he's like journalists. I mean, Lists. I couldn't just say lover though. So I mean, I'm not gonna not gonna go after Keith Duhart. <laughs> <laughs> to terrify the corporations that own the media outlets and need the money. Now, the funny thing is that's exactly what Media Matters does. And he's yeah. saying that this is what the governor of Texas is doing by going after Media Matters. You can't make this stuff up. Can't. That is literally what Media Matters does going after the advertisers yeah. to scare them off. So, again, they know exactly what's going on. Keith knows what's going on. He has sure. to. As dumb yeah. as he may be. But your point, I mean, this is how you know that you, you've got the crowd. This is how you know you've got them so brainwashed. You are blatantly lying to them and turning everything around and going, you believe me, right? And everybody's like, yeah, boss, I believe you. Yeah. 
That's what they're, they got going that on right now. That it is 60 years since the assassination of President John F. Kennedy. And you are looking at one of the youngest people alive who actually remembers it happening. We kids knew it was bad because all the grown-ups were crying. Now, I don't know why he added that in to end his little promotion, but... Trying to jerk a tear or two. Humanize himself to the nasty pit viper that he is. That could be. Yeah. You want to get... You're like, okay, we're playing upon your emotions. Mm -hmm. But this will be a fun story to watch, how the media matters versus Elon. If there is any more to it, if there's an immediate... uh, Although I don't know if there is an agreement that could be made because I don't think Elon's not in it for money. Hmm. I think Elon's one of these guys that lawsuit. I don't know what media matters could do at this point. That would be like, Oh wait, okay. We're sorry. It's going to be interesting though, to see how that progresses. I would think that media would have to fold because I mean, there's always a money factor in these things and um, media matters. It's a pretty, you know, I think Adam said they made $24 million last year, something like that. Yeah, there's there's jing. money in this somehow. There's money in that shit. There's a lot of jing. And, but still, they have to, you know, they have to pay their, their lawyers to fight this. And so does Elon. But Elon can pay them a lot longer, yes. I think, than, than Media Matters. Oh, yeah. If they brought in $24 million, what, how many? what's the billion figure that uh, Elon's yeah. got? Yeah, he's uh, topping three hundred billion. So yeah, uh, you know if they want to if they want to prolong this, if they don't want to say uncle and bow out. He can he can put the fuck to them for quite some time. I think. I mean, I think we know that there's Soros Group money going into media matters, but there is, from what I have read, there's a lot of dark money going in. Mm-hmm. Bringing that money into the light could be very entertaining to see who yeah. is behind. Yeah, these hit jobs. Mm-hmm. But then again, this is why we are value for value here. So nobody can shut us down and we rely upon your support. You get to decide how much value you've gotten from listening to these episodes. Was it a latte's worth of value? Was it a pizza's worth of value? Was it, uh, you know, a small Ben's worth of value? Exactly. Choice is yours. You could just go over to planet rage dot show slash donate. Click that one time for a one time donation, that donate button. Or a monthly, if you want to do the PayPal thing, you can use the QR codes, wallet addresses for that crypto thing, PO box address if you want a little Uncle Sam take your check. Which I mean, hey, it's the Christmas season; you never know who's going to get into your into your Christmas cards. Or if you're on the podcasting 2.0 thing, you can stream us some satoshis. Just go to newpodcastapps.com for more information. And coming in with his monthly today, the big hitter. Sir Sean of the Allegheny Valley with his monthly $20 donation. This guy is the, uh, as Sir Bemrose likes to call him, he is the patron saint of podcasters right now. He is. Thank you, Sir Sean. He also streams. I mean, that's also a beautiful thing. He streams Satoshi's when listening. But that $20 monthly is very much appreciated. Everybody be like Sir Sean. Now, we had some boostograms. Anonymous had come in with 50,000 and then 500. I think it was the same anonymous. It's hard to tell because they're anonymous. We'll figure that it is until told otherwise. Thank you, anonymous. They said wallet of Satoshi leaves USA rage boost. Uncle Mm. Sam ruins everything. So maybe this is coming from uh, outside of the USA. 
Cool. We're international. I like it. We should be. Well, we are. I mean, CSB is over there, so I'm not going to say where, but wait, does he says it where he is, doesn't he? He used to keep that kind of secret, but he doesn't never. He never really says. I know he is Polish. I don't know if he's actually in Poland in right Poland? now or not. Right. Okay. He could be traveling the world as we speak. That's true. We don't know. Memes 1337 comes in. Leet boost to sustain the rage. And then, of course, a quote here that Dame Slamy just demands now from memes. Rage is only for what you believe can be fixed. All the rest is grief. That Ooh. was uh, from Cormac McCarthy. Stella Maris. Goddamn. A lot of shit needs to be fixed. Rage on. Very cool. Thank you. Oystein Berge. He boosted 1111. Plus he was streaming along. Mm, nice. And then we had uh, some streaming sets looked like Dale Jr. Rock and roll breakout, sir. Noldus. And then, as we said, once we started the show here, we had uh, our buddy, sir, truck driver rolling on dot show. That's episode 10. Now out. Check, check it out. Surfer who was going to do dishes for food. That was like a 10 or a hundred thousand <laughs> by the time the two came in boost. And now uh, a white Mike, 33,333 Satoshis and says, can Darren do an Alex Jones impression, please? Like Scott, maybe. Thanks for raging. Like trying to do Scott Labino. I mean, Scott is Scott. He's got that Sinatra yeah, sound. Scott. Yeah, Scott's tough too. Yeah. It's, it would be hard to mix the Alex Jones. And Scott, really? I mean, I like Scott's delivery better because just yeah. because I kind of picture, uh, I want to, you know, picture him as Sinatra mm-hmm. and he's like, oh, I want to hear Darren do Alex Jones. That's a completely different movie. Yes. <laughs> Debbie does Dallas. <laughs> no, no, no. I think you mean no, something. Get away from that. It could be something totally different. <laughs> I mean, just because uh, that's the way you like things, a white mic, it doesn't mean I have to like the same thing. Okay. You know what I mean? Are you out of your mind? So you do that more than once, and then you just don't even have a voice left. It's amazing. You can do that at all. Very (laughs) impressed. It's somewhere between Sam Kinison and the Sam Kinison. You just have to figure out a way to do that scream slightly higher. Yeah. Kinison, but Kinison was like a, a shriek. And for some reason, I feel like I never tried to do Kinnison or Alex Jones, but I feel like doing Kinnison would hurt less because you're almost in the falsetto range, which is never painful. Right. He's always like, <laughs> yeah, you want your money? Yeah. <laughs> See, that just that does not go in. It That would take practice. It would. Yeah. Guys like Rich Little who can do a variety of things. If I just said like a name that everybody. That's listening to the shows like who? Oh, oh that's a, yeah, David Fry. Who? Yeah, who are you talking you know, they, about? I never thought those guys were that great. I got to say, there are other you know those guys became huge, um, but they like Rich Little. He kind of he did a lot of Nixon, right? And um, he had True. a few marquee impressions that he did. But there were other guys even that were not nearly as famous for that that I thought were much better impressionists. He, you know, you know, he was an awesome impressionist. Sammy Davis Jr. Oh yeah, shit. I was just going to say that. Great. Yeah, he was amazing, and he could do it while singing, which takes a yes. whole different level. Yes, yes, yes. I've got some bootlegs of the Rat Pack shows, as oh, you boy. may as well. But when he goes into those, 
And he's like, oh, I'm going to do this song like a la Dean or a la Frank and the other Bing Crosby. It's just like you totally change. I mean, it's totally. Yeah, he was amazing. Vocal control on steroids. Yeah. And, you know, it's amazing. We all just weren't racist back then. Isn't that something? But those guys get along. Really yeah, good. they got along very well. Mm-hmm. It's like, how did we go from that in the 1960s before I was born and you were born, I believe, or right around. And to now it's like what's going on how'd that happen i don't know people trying to divide us that's how it happens that's why you should support the shows you should that you enjoy to keep them around and i'm putting this out here again because nobody has come in with anything yet we are going to be doing a special christmas episode but not on christmas because we're not crazy no we're not (laughs) so i'm thinking uh you know to set a deadline of maybe around december 10th that way we could record the, you know, at least a week or so before Christmas and yeah. get a show in the can. And I think we should do two things. One for everybody who's got a podcast out there. You don't have to be on the no agenda stream. I know a lot of them are, mm-hmm. but if you have a podcast, send us in a promo, you know, 30, 60, 90 seconds, whatever you got. Yep. And why people should listen to your podcast, but do it in a planet raid style. If we do it angrily, I mean, or just do it funny. Yeah. And then we can see what kind of rage that brings. And also I think we'll do another contest. I mean, we know the, the, the mugs and the other swag looks good. Oh, I gotta say, I finally got to my post office box. Holy shit. I was just slack jawed. It was good stuff. That stuff is great. The mug is fantastic. My kids, they took everything. I have nothing. <laughs> so I have no, who have nothing. Yeah, they got the coffee mug. They got the refrigerator magnets, which were glorious. And they got the playing cards. I didn't know you were doing all three. I thought it was just, just a, a mug. But uh, what, a, what a fine collection of, uh, of tchotchke. It's great. Hey, we wanted to give the winner something special for episode number 100. Yeah. And I was, you know, also just kind of sampling like well how are the playing cards gonna look are they gonna feel bad in the hand they feel great they, they feel great they look good all that box it's it's instead of a crappy cardboard box it falls apart you know right you open it twice it's a nice solid plastic uh, container it's great when i did the mugs for the rock and roll pre-show over at costco you could see where the printing was it was a slightly different like in the background yeah the register is off yeah. where this was beautiful this wasn't like there was a the Costco one kind of looked like there was another whole black thing printed and then slapped over the mugs. So the blacks right. weren't exactly the same color Right. Mm-hmm. where this one just looked fantastic. And as of yet, yeah. you know, I don't think they'll fall apart or anything, but no. they look good. That way we can put together another prize pack. And if you have, and who doesn't yeah. have some kind of holiday rage, I mean, you could even make it up. It doesn't matter. This is true. And let me go elaborate on this a bit, if I may. Darren, by all means, um, you know, you know me a long time now. And uh, sometimes I find great, great uh, levity in terrible misfortune. I don't know why, but I do. <laughs> and, so, and so, yes, exactly. I mean, as long as it's not your misfortune, it's not my misfortune. Yeah. And especially if it's got a quirky bent to it. And some years ago in LA, not, not too far from my home, a woman killed her husband quite dead by smashing his fucking head with a coffee mug can you imagine if somebody did that with one of our mugs how famous we'd be instantly 
Only if that mug was pictured on the front page of the Washington Post. <laughs> Be like, what? I'm not suggesting anybody do that. Right. But no. if you're looking for if you're looking for, for a quick weapon, it's a pretty solid mug to say. White Mike's like, what if Darren and Larry both did their own rage screams? Well, I mean, we know Fletcher does it better. And I, I mean, well, I would I'm just gonna, I'm not competing in that ring. No way. I mean, I'm just then doing Alex Jones. So it's not yeah. really uh, not really fair. Fletcher is the king. We yeah. we should send him a prize pack, too, just because he's Fletcher. Just because he's him. Yeah. And Dame Jennifer Buchanan, who you hear her voice at the beginning of every Planet every Rage show. Mm-hmm. But now that we know these things are good, send to the uh, send your best holiday rage, your holiday flavored rage mm-hmm. by uh, sending it to us at rage at planet rage dot show. Mm-hmm. And we'll have prize packs and all that fun and feel free. Like I said, with if you have a podcast, that's its own category. Do something just telling people about your show. Yeah. Why people should listen. And that way, Larry and I get to take Christmas off and uh, you still get some kind of fun content going on. There you go. It's a win-win. It is. And then you get a prize pack if you do the best. And that way, you mm-hmm. there's a little bit of a competition. I know some of these uh, folks out there. Last time, I know we were close to getting Nick the Rat to do something. I think if we just, if we poke him enough, we'll even get the famous Nick the Rat to send something in. Let's offer him some cheese. Uh-huh. It's a, you get the mug and then you fill it with cheese. Yeah. But they do everything at uh, Shutterfly is where we got it from. So if anybody, it's not, they're not a sponsor. No, but so far, the stuff be. that I've had made through Shutterfly has been decent. And if you are a Costco member, which who isn't, I guess, at this point, most people, mm-hmm. you get 51% off and free shipping. So make sure uh, you put in your Costco stuff before you. You buy on Shutterfly, but I was surprised. I was like, ah, I'm expecting the mugs not to be great. The the magnets, eh, you never know. The playing cards. Now I'm like, I have to try some more things because you can make a blanket. I mean, we could make a blanket with your face on it, Larry. People would be like, this is the best. Yeah, and you know, the sleep with Larry. Right. This is a whole new go. contest. <laughs> yeah, right. The women just perked up right there. They're like, what, what, what? There's a sleep with Larry contest. <laughs> yes, you'll have to come back and find out more. Yes. But send in your entries to again rage at planetrage.show. Do you know what's coming up this week? I've n- I've no idea. None. How about you, Darren? I'll probably be bitching about a dishwasher or something like that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's the way to it's the only way to go in the house. You always find something going on. Although always. I'm pretty much ahead of the you know, the wife and I have, have gotten the handle on the the Christmas shopping. I think we're almost done with Christmas shopping and it hasn't even hit December yet. So, well, good for you. It's a way better way to go. Cause you don't want to yes. deal with the stuff and then it, it ends up disappearing and you're like, yeah. you know, I even with Amazon. Oh, I do too. Well, yeah, especially yeah. as somebody that worked retail, I hate the last minute shoppers too. <laughs> oh, bet you do. Yeah. But there's nothing worse. I mean, with Amazon, cause that happens every now and then it's like, well, I'll just do sure. I mean, Amazon gets it quick. I, I can order it at any time. Then you go back to Amazon and it's like, expected to ship the week of january 3rd it's like what yeah there are still i mean i couldn't believe how much stuff at the grocery store again this week not in stock not in stock not in stock yeah so if you've been saying there's there's a christmas tree shortage uh certainly here on the east coast i don't know if it's in the midwest there but uh, so everything yeah it's all fucked up yeah that's why we keep doing this show that's simply the it's it's all Mm -hmm. fucked up (laughs) 
With that said, we will be back again next week, Monday, 1 p.m. Central, right here on the Mighty No Agenda stream. Until then, go listen to That Larry Show, thatlarryshow.com, and Random Thoughts. R-A-N-D-U-M-B, D-U-M-B, thoughts.com. I never miss an episode. You'll always learn new things. And if you don't, you can always send me hate mail. (laughs) Later, everybody. The U.S. strikes back, killing a member of the Islamic State.